Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. It's go, 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 go time. This is... Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Pleased to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring... I'm Instagram famous. Quack, quack, quack. Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. That was your Christmas present to him? It was one of his Christmas oh, presents. Oh, so nice. Yeah, it was very cute. So he had, like, a little wand in his pants? It was so oh. excited. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion Jermaine. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wiggy. Oh, you're so predictable. Listen, Go if ahead. you want to win, say it. pick Go. up the phone and call Tom Brady. <laughs> Joined by the relationship alpha. Oh, this is going to make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. Get Courtney away from. Uh, Drake, because that's Ooh. all she watches. Nope, I have not. I have not clicked. Is that in your group penis chat that yeah. you and the ladies have? Yeah, people really? say that it was a wild thing to watch. <laughs> and accompanied by. Look at my booty in these tight pants. You know, can't what... stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Ryan Hoyer, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweetness. Curtis and Shine. My official prediction: six point four inches at Whoa. Logan International Airport. You're on an island. With that one. Yep. I that you're you're predicting low totals. Now let's get down to business. It's time to party. It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good hello morning, everybody. <laughs> hello, good morning. Right, morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning, my neighbor. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. Got my people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Show. All right. Woo! It's go, 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 go time. You you and the rest of your weather person ilk terrorized us for 24 hours, screaming Bombo 
Genesis or Cyclone. Wait, and wait am getting, I in an alternate and, universe where yesterday you were admonishing me for saying it was going to be six inches and you it, said it was going to be over a foot? I mean, there are two upwards of 200 flights canceled at Logan. Mm. The state house is closed. Mm-hmm. School. I, there's no school anywhere. I had a hair appointment scheduled for today. Canceled. <laughs> really, really I was supposed to get a couch delivered today. Canceled. Hair appointment. Yep. And there's no work. Nobody's working. Uh, Michelle Wu told everybody to to stay at home. And we're getting a measly two inches of snow in the city of Boston today. Mm. I, like, Swing and a miss. Uh, are you kidding me with this? You and you and the we need to hold you and your for, fellow forecasters accountable on this, Curtis. I honestly feel like I'm living in Bizarro World. At this exact time, 24 hours ago, you were yelling at me for saying it was going to be six inches. Yeah, because I listened to what you are forecasting, you and your brethren. Uh, and once sis- again, right again, I am I- going to be closer to the total than Jeremy Reiner. And I said it's been too warm. That it's the hot air has saturated it. Uh, it's gone down to the south. Okay. But here's the thing that I don't understand, and I need somebody smarter than me to explain it. It has never been easier to contact people in a matter of milliseconds. Right. When I grew up, back in the day in the nineties, going mm-hmm. to the lovely and, and talented Dover Middle School, I, I I would find out that morning. By sitting and waiting for for Brudnoy to read all or whatever the hell his name was at BZ <laughs> to get through Lapierre, Gary Lapierre Gary, would, would Gary read La, through Gary Lapierre it, who said it was cold when he was really doing it from Florida that was a Jerry like he would always do that anyway so uh, Gary Lapierre at our, our friends in the WBZ mm-hmm. would sit so I tune in if they were on Sharon I was like okay it'll be about five minutes before they get to Dover but I'll sit through it right now you can do a reverse three one one. At any time, mm-hmm. instantly yeah. alerting everybody in your town that school is canceled. Yeah. I picked up James yesterday, the family that he's with, and their daughter is uh, like this uh, first grader in Boston Public School. And they got a call as I was there mm-hmm. at like 1030 in the morning. Why? They, What's the purpose? They canceled school for virtually everyone in the state yesterday. Mm-hmm. By 11.30 or noon. <laughs> yeah. So then when the Bombo Cyclone takes a 90-degree turn right. and misses the most of the state, there's no way that they can change it because everybody's, everybody's already made their plans. They had to go and find somebody to – it just it, it frustrates me for, for parents because I, I, I know it's a royal pain in the you-know-what – to try to figure out what you're going to do with your kids if they don't have school. So it's Well, you know if they're canceling school, you're probably nowadays you're working remotely from home. Well, yeah, yes, I guess that's an option it's not for like many. it used to be, it's Greg. Not, it's not an option for those like hardworking people who are out working on a job site or something like but that. But don't they shut down just, job sites? And it's well, and it's because everybody it, it because people are panicked by some like our elected officials like uh like the mayor of the city of Boston. Here here's Michelle Wu saying that everybody needs to keep their employees home today. Please stay off the roads wherever possible. It's looking like it will come down pretty heavily pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> Please 
Stay well, off the road. Nothing at 6.06, but let's see at, you know, 9, when people are now trying to get into well, work. no, I'm just telling you, you can, if you want to sit here and say that you think it's actually going to turn into a bombo genesis, that's fine. I, I'm just going by what the forecasters are doing, which is walking it back as rapidly as they can. <laughs> oh, oh, they, so, they moonwalk uh, this one back they moonwalking fast. Yeah. When right. I woke up this so, morning, I saw one to three inches. I'm like, what? One yeah, to three inches? Two, to two inches of snow. That's what we're getting in Boston. Once so, again... Literally 12 hours ago, these people who tell us they know what's going to happen with the excess carbon in the atmosphere didn't know how many inches of snow were going to fall in Boston. Mm-hmm. That is the experts we're dealing with here. Yeah. And also, look at social media, these meteorologists. Yes. Don't be so sensitive. Like, live in our world for a day. Like, you make a mistake, people will let you know. Like, you don't have to be so sensitive. Maybe make a joke out of it. Poke fun at yourself. Well, good morning and hello to those who are watching the show on Twitch. Even... To J.M. Morgan, don't I go? Don't I get all excited? Come in here this morning, and I go and take a look at the Twitch chat. And J.M. Morgan says I am so unlikable. Mm. I, mm. Is it my hair? I forgot to put product in. This I don't morning. know. I think is it's the I, old it's, glasses. We might need some new frames. Oh, oh, you think it's appearance based? I think so. It could be the glasses. It could right. be. Yeah, everybody, you're always clowning you about yeah. your frames. So maybe you get some new yeah. frames. Wiggy, well, was it like Uncle Leo when they drew the uh, eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, J.M. Morgan, my apologies. Um, I will do my best to be more likable. Isn't that the best um, gig in the world, what, though? What? A weatherman? Yeah. Or a woman? It's, it's right up there. Yeah. I it mean, is, it's right. You make tons of money, yeah. and if you're wrong, mm-hmm. you just you credit it to like a last-minute yeah. shift. Well, it's kind of like being an NFL referee. Uh, the, the, two of the, 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 two, the two of those are very... No, nobody ever gets fired. Uh, they, they don't get fired, but believe me. What you, what, they're never held accountable. They make a bad call. Well, they like, probably get a lot of death threats. I don't think anybody's yeah. uh, picking up the phone oh, and, uh, I think or pro- tweeting at Jeremy Renner uh, like, listen. Reiner. 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 <laughs> there's probably some death threats that the weather people have gotten. I would, I would, I would Great not gig. assume otherwise. All right. Well, we are here. And ready to work for yep. the next four hours. I got all my salami and bread. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah, you loaded up on <laughs> everything else. Did you go to the grocery store yesterday? No. Okay. I don't take any... Anytime I see the weather, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll really find out when the day comes. Like, Curtis, I'll look out the window and see if we're really getting uh, hit yep. with some. It's, uh, it's not... These people, as soon as they hear about a snowstorm, they drive immediately at 70 miles an hour to the grocery store mm-hmm. to buy things. That are going to be there during the storm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the problem, the stuff isn't at the store because everybody goes out and buys it in advance of a storm. That's yeah. why they run out of things. Not because travel, you know, has been suspended for 12 days and you're not able to feed your family. <laughs> I just want to know where all the cars go. Because you wake up in South Boston this morning and you go out on the street. There's not a single car because it's a snow emergency. So all cars had to be taken off the street. Where are they all going? They must let yeah. them park in like a parking lot. No, they I open imagine. up some parking garages, right. but there's not enough room to house all those cars. There are no so many people in Southie that park on the street every single day. It's eerie, Curtis. It was so ra- strange. And there's no parking lot garage. Right. Near where we are, yeah. so I don't know where they move their cars. It's such a massive inconvenience for those people. I will say that those who are listening on the South Shore may un- end up bearing the brunt of this, Curtis. Yeah. Right, so there there could be upwards of six to eight inches that will be falling starting around nine this morning. Right. So at the worst time, so be careful. Curtis will keep you up to date on all of that, and in addition to that. We will get to this morning's leads coming up in 15 minutes. 
at 625, and we will all tell you what is on our mind this morning when it comes to the leads. And then they said it at 7. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. The news with Courtney coming up at 7.30. And I had a request last night if you want Courtney to go inside the warped female brain for a listener of this program and we could do that at 8.30. I love if, it. If that is okay with you. Perfect. So, all right. Uh, if you want to be on the show today, you could call 617-779. What's the number? And, uh, 779-7937. Is that what it is? There you go. Good I job. always, my brain, my old man brain goes to 617-931-1AAF because mm. that used to be the WAAF phone number, and I said that for nearly 30 years. So uh, my sincere apologies. Wait, you that. worked in another genre of I, radio? I did. Yes, I did, Curtis. <laughs> I've now conquered two separate genres of radio. Well, you're just a dominant man. Uh, rock radio and, of course, sports radio. Sports. Uh, so I don't know what's next for me. Maybe maybe I'll give country a try. Country, uh, yeah. Ma- maybe uh, maybe the news radio. Sports. You could be a good Delilah. You could be a good Delilah. I would be a good Delilah. What's yeah. Delilah? Uh, yes. You know, the D- the Delilah show where she calms you down for the evening. Well, she and talks she... about love, and I yeah, love love. You I do. Mean, you do love love. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I can't, that's right. I could do some sort of a... Like a uh, find your lost soulmate show on the radio every yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those up, that are over the age of sixty-five. Yeah, you brought up uh, your lost love yesterday. What, what, um, what do you mean? The girl that you. Um, oh, the prom girl, yes, Melissa yes. Philbrick. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard from her? Maybe. Well, we had a reunion on the old show. Oh, okay. So when she I married? went, when I went, yes, uh, mm-hmm. very happily married to a pool magnate in mm-hmm. Florida. Very, I think the man, he, I, the man is very wealthy. Oh. Uh, when I went to the prom uh, with oh, Melissa Philbrick, yeah. uh, this story is an old show story, but I don't mind telling it real quick because you asked, Courtney. Uh, I went to the prom with Melissa Philbrick. I was madly in love with her. Mm. And we went to the after prom party. Okay. Uh, I Get had, it in. I had a curfew. Uh, upon arrival at the after prom party, I learned that Melissa Philbrick did not have a curfew. Oh. Was this a senior year prom? I was a senior. She was a junior. <laughs> you had a curfew uh, as a senior? Uh-huh. And uh, didn't I get ready to leave and say, please, my love, uh, let's go home after an incredibly romantic night at the prom. And she said, no, I am staying here at the party. Right. Uh, and that was the end of right. that relationship. Oh, because, right. you know, so most, most was, 18-year-olds want to be home by 11. Uh, that, <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, she should have left with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was my date. That's oh. how it I mean, Or you just, <laughs> you know, make up an excuse that you don't go home. I don't know. I don't know, break her. Oh, you can't no, break said, her. No, no, no. You know, I was a rule follower. You did um, not want to break a rule uh, oh. when Barry Says Hill. the guy who went to jail. When Barry Hill was the one who was administering the punishment, mm. I didn't want to break the oh. rule. That story explains so much. Yeah, it really does. Holding really- your pillow, falling asleep with tears <laughs> yeah, running down your cheeks. Right, right. Meanwhile, she's at the party being smashed by Lord knows who. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, and, and I'm at home with yep. mom and dad. Yeah, right. yeah. Doesn't that explain a lot? So then I had a reunion with her on the old show. <laughs> Somebody found her, listener found her or something. She called into the old show. She apologized for oh. it. So. 
I well, mean, it wasn't yeah. her fault. It's, it's I, never too late. It wasn't to her it. fault that you had an 11 o'clock curfew as a senior in high school, and she wanted to hang out. It wasn't 11. It was like 12 or something. Like that. <laughs> I had to get the car back. I borrowed my old man's uh, Buick. He wanted it back. Be I, honest. You had ice cream by yourself when you got home. Well, did she admit to getting smashed that night? No, she didn't admit to that, but she probably did. I mean, what do you think? Like, it was an after prom party. Like, what do you think happened? Oh, yeah, that's when it it's gets It's not down. like she was there saying, no, I'm sorry. My date had to go home. I'm I'm going to. I'm going to stay solo tonight were your expectations for the prom of that course they were yes t- yes of course but did you know i was like- planning on losing my virginity oh, <laughs> no, Greg. did you know you only had a short window because of your curfew oh, oh, what do you no. mean by- is that code short window <laughs> yes <That's- laughs> okay the prom gets out at 10 30 that leaves me that what? leaves us 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All I need is one. It was oh, very boy. disappointing. It's taken me virtually my whole entire 57 years to recover from that heartbreak. Yeah. I, I'm not asking this to add further pain, but <laughs> yeah. did she know you weren't going to graduate and that's why she stayed at the party? <laughs> no, no, I don't think she. I think she thought I was going to graduate oh, okay. at that point. But anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this. Courtney, why'd you bring that <laughs> oh, up? Oh, because tomorrow's yeah. Valentine's Day uh, and, you know, uh, love's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> We should get to Courtney and to what is trending this first hour. Gresh and Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. Northeastern is your bean pot champion. A 4-3 to three overtime win over BU, winning their fifth bean pot in the last six years. Wow. Senior Gunner Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner and was named tournament MVP. Congratulations to Ken Laird. Oh yeah, boss man Huskies. loves this. Uh, yep. BU has one thing they can win every year and they lost. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics take on the Nets on the road tonight. Tip is at 7.30. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as questionable with low back contusion. Jaden Springer is out with a right ankle imp- uh, impingement and Xavier Tillman is out with left knee injury management. The Bruins are home to take on the Lightning tonight. Puck drop is at 7. And Tiger Woods announced a new marketing brand yesterday with TaylorMade called Sunday Red. Uh, While he already plays TaylorMade clubs, he will now wear the apparel and shoes as part of the new brand deal. The Tiger logo features 15 stripes, one for each of his major wins. He will debut his look at the Genesis Invitational this week at Riviera Country Club in what will be his first official PGA Tour since last year's Masters. Greg, how do we think Tiger will actually look this week? Do you think he'll be competitive at all? Because I'm trying, I'm trying to debate if I want to place a wager on him. Uh, uh, I think there's some options here. Yeah. So I'm curious your thoughts on what Tiger looks like this week. I think he will. I mean, if he's able to solve the the walking issue, which which really was what got him at the at the. How many majors did he play last year? Did he play the? He played two. He played the Masters, right? And then did he play the PGA? Didn't play the British. Was it the PGA I, or the U.S. Open he played, right? Is the Open. I think he so played So if two. he's able to not get exhausted while walking and be in pain, I think he will shine. Okay. I'm trying to figure out why. I, you know, I probably don't get the brand p- particulars because I'm not. I'm, I'm old or something, but. Why is the word Sunday and Sunday red split into sun and day? It's very interesting. Is that just to be brandy? Yeah, I think it's brandy. Okay. Um, Brandy rejoin? Looking glass? Oh, yes, please. Okay. And maybe not. 
All right, what else? Uh, and Patrick Mahomes is at Disney right now with his family, but he will be back in Kansas City for the parade tomorrow. That is set to start at 11 a.m. All right. The Subaru of New England uh, Washington birthday sales event lasts all month long. Feel the freedom of a 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive. Subaru of New England.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. Right now, 37 degrees, starting his little drizzle in Boston. We're going to get anywhere from two to five inches of snow. Whoa! And- two to five? Shut everything down. And- <laughs> Why is that? A, is it a bombo cyclone? <laughs> if you cancel school before a snowflake falls, you are a snowflake. <laughs> and that's the weather. <laughs> Weather activity on the way. Our weather smoke, Chris Curtis, is tracking the storm that was a Bombo Genesis or was a Bombo Cyclone and now is apparently going to leave uh, devastating two to three inches of snow in the city of Boston by the time it's done. Uh, If we have to activate the WEI Storm Center, we will. Curtis will head upstairs at some point should it get bad. And uh, nearly, I don't need to tell you this, but nearly everything is canceled, so... Uh, you probably don't have to work. Your, your kids don't have to go to school, and you're not going to fly out of Logan. Let me uh, let me address this because I got a text during the break from a keyboard Hardell, uh, and so I don't. I, I I I will grant you that I sometimes don't understand the angry animosity that some seem to have whenever this show is successful, but um, I. Yesterday, the boss man, Ken Laird, the brand manager of WEI, took to his LinkedIn or to the social medias of the radio station with a very nice congratulatory message for this radio show because in uh, one of these inside uh, media, radio media uh, survey poll things, this show had been named the number seven show, uh, sports morning show in the United States. So during the break, I, very nice of Ken to do that. I really Ken is all about mm-hmm. the 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 brand. So then uh, I get a text during the break, six oh three text from the the uh, anonymous keyboard Hardo, who goes, "Congrats on seventh place, LOL." Uh, yes, no, we're not the number one, uh, according to the survey of whatever whatever it was, 40 mm-hmm. or 50 people who work in the business, mm-hmm. uh, our pal Boomer Esiason yep. in New York City mm-hmm. has the number one show huh? in the country, and uh, he should, uh, he deserves it. The guy okay. is, you know, he's my guy. Right. You know, Boomer says. I know Boomer. You know, when I like you, to, you remember Boomer says. I, and I love his it, Christmas gift. I was going to say, from your in your perspective, he sometimes doesn't give good Christmas presents. Uh, but, he redeemed himself. Uh, but but anyway, um, I don't know how many major market shows there are. I think they did the top 20 out of whatever there are, 30 or 32. And then there are medium market shows. And there are, so I guess, Ken, I would say I... I'm proud of everybody here that that we're number seven in the country. I, it could be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our competitor, uh, Brand X, as Curtis calls it, is number four. Mm-hmm. So there's some room to grow there. We could go, 
Uh, we're working on five years on the anniversary of the show. We could get to, I, I'd like to get to number four, number three, maybe number two. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't, I, I don't know what the I, I'm not I'm not aware of why there are now there were very many people that I saw on mm-hmm. the Instagram post who were very kind and said uh, really enjoy the show congratulations but there are some that uh, don't feel like I guess maybe it's a, everybody gets a trophy thing or yeah, uh, should and- you not should. should should there be no happiness about that, Curtis? You, you've been here longer than I have. It's That's, just such a bizarre thing to listen to something and pray that you're the only one doing it. <laughs> I, I I always, and I've asked this question before, like all of these people, whether you work in sales or at a hospital or at a restaurant, are you the number one restaurant or sales company in the United States? Because if, if you, you are, are congratulations. Congratulations, yes. Well yes. achieved. But if you're not, should your company, hospital, restaurant shut down? I no, don't but know. being top ten is pretty good. It's like anything. It's unbelievable. But, but all that all... is is jealousy. I mean, no, you know, I, I people just, get I, jealous. They, they, you... There always has to be a number one. There always has to be a two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right, but don't let it bother you. Like my mother said, if people ain't hating on you, that means you ain't doing nothing. No, oh, no yeah. I, I, I don't. It, listen, it's not a, it's not ratings. I, 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 I you know, I, don't, I ratings. It's not revenue. But it's a very nice thing. The Barrett Sports Media people did it. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice thing that they did. I, it's, you know, it's like it's an, an inf- accolade. Uh, it's an ac- it's an ac- yes, Wiggy. It's an accolade. Right. Yes, it's just an uh, inside radio thing where program directors from across the country give a vote about what they believe to be the most listened to, entertaining, newsworthy, whatever the, the parameters are. And to be there is great. And you know, the ratings here locally have been excellent. Yeah, we're more than doubling last winter already with three weeks into this ratings period. Ooh. Well, that's because of Wiggy. Right. Nah, and nah. Jackson. And ja- like my mama said, don't concern yourself with nobody who puts food on your table, a roof over your mm-hmm. head, uh-huh. or anything like that. And if they got issues with you, then they should be man or woman enough to come to your face and say it rather than mm-hmm. behind a keyboard with a fake name. What did you say? Keep the same energy. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. That's the thing with today's mm-hmm. society. Like, have some ball. Like, if you're going to criticize, so- what we do, we criticize people, but people know who we are. Right, That's we ain't right, hiding Wiggy. behind nothing. That's true, Wiggy. If you're gonna criticize me, Greg, you, Courtney, anybody, whatever, right? Have enough balls to just, you know, or tetas if you are a, a lady, <laughs> to say it to that person's face, or at least put your name as your handle, so then everybody knows who it is. But when you don't do that, when it's like you know, Big Willie, <laughs> Dominatrix number one, right? It's like people do that because they're afraid to give their real feelings because they know they probably ain't got nothing going on. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, I got that text and I yeah. wanted to I wanted to address it and It is what it um, is, man. Kick I rocks. Certainly appreciate the support that everyone has shown us since I made the move over here. Man, I'll take uh, top 10. Nearly 5 years ago. You'll that's, take top 10 in the US. That's pretty good. Yeah, not in bad. the in not the bad. US. It's uh, not number 1. But I mean, it ain't number it 1. Working. But you, you, you know, it's don't not. Stop, don't don't stop your hard work and no, 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 no. But top ten means like you're headed in the right direction. That's true. Yes, yeah, you so. are. Yes, you are. All right. Uh, coming up, they said it at seven. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. But right now, this. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for the lead. I can't believe you know this song. 
Turn it up! And now they're trying to take my life away Forever young, I cannot stay Alarm and 68 guns from, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, I would say that was 1981 when that song came out. Can you look that up for me, please? I can. It looks uh, like. Or maybe 1982, I would guess, is when that song came out. Is this Ask a Boomer? What's the name uh, of the song? Uh, 68 Guns. 68 Guns. Is that oh. 1984? 19, ooh, jeez. Uh, wh- how did you pick that this morning? Uh, so I was looking for a good lead song this morning. I happened to stumble on to the uh, the Greg's List. Oh. I, I noticed that one. I was like, ooh, I've okay. never played this song before. Gave it a quick preview. I was like, this is a home run. Let's yeah, play this one. It is. It's a banger. All right. Leads this morning brought to you by Northeast Electrical. Northeast Electrical, New England's full-service electrical distributor, provides electrical products and services to electrical pros across the region. There are 40 locations serving the trade. Or at needco.com, Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. Hey, Sean. Hey, Greg. Good morning. Uh, now that football's over, the only thing I can do with my life is look forward to when football comes back. Um, so FanDuel already has the odds for next year's Super Bowl champion and next year's MVP. Uh, so I wanted to give you a couple long sh- long shot opportunities if you want to throw a couple bucks on them <laughs> that I particularly, li- particularly like. Uh, for Super Bowl odds... Packers at 25 to 1 mm. feels real nice. Uh, the way they ended last season, Jordan Love's only going to get better. That offense in general is only going to get better. So the Packers at, and, and the NFC, I feel like, is the most open with you know the Chiefs being in the AFC. So I, I love the idea of getting the Packers at 25 to 1. Uh, and then when you look at MVP awards, I really like to take dart throws at guys that are down the list, but they did a really good job of kind of balancing it. So uh, if you feel like you like the Packers to make the Super Bowl. Jordan Love at 14 to 1 feels all right. But the one that really catches my eye and people are going to tilt their head and question my decision here. But Anthony Richardson at 30 to 1 feels mispriced simply because if he stays healthy, uh, there is a chance he has a Lamar-esque season, mm. and voters have shown you mm-hmm. that they are very willing and open to counting those rushing stats for the quarterback mm-hmm. uh, in comparison to other quarterbacks. And so Anthony Richardson has an opportunity to have a Lamar-type season uh, coming off that injury if he can stay healthy the entire season. So I think 30-1 to 1 is a real fair price. Okay. What about Travis Kelsey, who basically guaranteed you a third Super Bowl win for huh? the Chiefs. Honestly, on Sunday night, Chiefs are plus six fifty. I would still bet that they're you just would? that they're every year. Like it's it's hard not. If Patrick Mahomes is healthy, they're probably going to be mm. at minimum in the AFC Championship yeah. game again. All right, thank you, Shine. Curtis. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Greg. So, Curtis, is it true that that alarm song got all the way to number seven and not all the way to number one in the, in the in the U.S. music charts? 
Why are you playing a song that didn't have a Billboard Top 3 hit? Uh, so we are knee-deep in the Chiefs dynasty, right? It's all anybody's talking about. Mahomes, the local media is trolling fans by saying he's already better than Brady and all this stuff. It's just to get a rise out of you. Just relax. It's okay. He's a great player. He may be the greatest of all time. He has a long way to go. But this hit me, Greg. The NFL did everything they could to tiger-proof the Patriots dynasty. We all remember Teddy Bruschi on the field after beating the Colts in the divisional round of the 2004 playoffs, where they changed the rules on how you could hit and, and cover receivers because Marvin Harrison Sr. and his ilk were dominated by the Patriots in 2003, and Peyton Manning was the golden boy, and they needed Bill Polian to change the rules. And Teddy Bruschi said, if you want to change the rules, change them. We'll still win. We all agree that the salary cap in 2000 to 2004 was far more punitive than it is now because the revenue of the NFL has exploded. Yet everything the NFL has done since the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl is make it easier (laughs) on them, while the Patriots, while they were in this exact spot 20 years ago, We're in the opposite position. Mm. Everything Mahomes wants to do is easier to do every year, whereas everything the Patriots did was made more difficult. And it's just an interesting, I think, dichotomy of how each dynasty was achieved and the difficulty and the fact that it was much more difficult to retain players Mm. back in the early 2000s than it is now. So just interesting, I think, color to add to the obvious conversation that the Chiefs are a dynasty, but I think context matters, and those two things I think were important. I'm going to have a hard time ever saying mm-hmm. that somebody who lost the head-to-head battle with Tom Brady is better than him ever at, at any point. So, But I, that contradicts what we brought up last time. Bird lost the head-to-head battle with Magic, and you say Bird's better. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a complete homer when it comes to Larry Bird. Yeah, I, but it, I mean, I, I just in my mind, Tom Brady already beat Patrick Mahomes head mm-hmm. to head, and so it's it's never going to change for me. But that's me. All right, Curtis, thank you, Courtney. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We talked yesterday extensively about Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, and who do you put that loss on uh, over the weekend? And we were split on this show. Some people say Brock Purdy more than Kyle Shanahan. Some people said Kyle Shanahan more than Brock Purdy. Well, I don't think that there's any question anymore on who this loss falls on after Lindsey Jones from The Ringer spoke with a few different Niners players. And these Niners players said that they didn't know that there was new overtime rules specifically for the playoffs. Let me read what she wrote. Multiple San Francisco players said after the game that they were not aware that the overtime rules are different in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. And strategy discussions over how to handle that overtime period did not occur as a team. So when we talk about why they didn't defer, why San Francisco didn't want to take the ball second, Mm -hmm. it was because the players did not know (laughs) that there was a difference in that they would have the opportunity to Mm. have possession of the football in overtime despite what the Chiefs could have done. Meanwhile, the Chiefs players said they had been talking about it since training camp Mm -hmm. as a team. the biggest miss of all time. Kyle Shanahan should lose his job. Right. But here's the thing, though. They said the rules at the coin toss. Right. Yeah, but... But the but the coach knew 
because the coach well, with his analytics uh, <laughs> department going, oh, let's yeah. take the ball third. Uh, yeah. So I, he clearly knew that. Okay, if he knew and he didn't have a conversation with the players, hey, guys, right. I know it's the second season in yeah. which this rule change has been put in place, but I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Right. That is, and, and Curtis, I, I, I thought the same thing. You know, they, they say what the rules are. But in that moment, are you really listening? I, I never played But it in, doesn't in the really NFL. matter to the players. It's more about the coaches. I think it matters to the players. No, no, no. no. Like, like the players the, the, didn't the players, know. The coaches should know that rule. The, yes, Yeah, the should. coaches yes. should know that rule. Yes. And they should be the ones, like, if, if the players don't know, then I, that means it's on I, the coach. I think... <laughs> I, you can fight anything, but you can argue about anything. I think, in general, it may display a lack, a general lack, mm-hmm. uh, under Kyle Shanahan, of information that is being passed on to the players. Right, and that, that I agree that, with. That they can, that they can utilize. Kyle Juszczyk said it perfectly. He said he assumed the 49ers asked to receive when they won the toss because that's what you do in the regular season when a touchdown wins the game. Yeah. So that's that that starts from the top. This is all on Kyle Shanahan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's a disgrace for any Niners fans. Okay, Courtney, thank you. You're welcome. We're gonna take a quick break. But we will get to Wiggy's lead next. Mm-hmm. Any kind of a tease? Um my <laughs> mine's it's kind of difficult because I'm kind of piggybacking Courtney and the fact that um just give me a topic. Just give you a topic. Highlights. Football. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Nice. A football lead from Wiggy. Yeah. And we'll get to my lead as well. Coming up next. Coming up at 7, they said it. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Tomorrow on this show, Sean McDonough of ESPN at 9. And for one last time this football season, Devin McCourty at 9.20 tomorrow. And then Thursday, Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins at 8.20. And Thursday, we will welcome the director of the Apple Series uh, Dynasty to the show. And that series on the New England Patriots Dynasty premieres on Apple on Friday. Uh, Quick programming note of sorts. Uh, Number seven keyboard hardo texter. Wants to be identified. Is that correct? Yeah, he texted, texted he's been, back angrily. Yeah, uh-huh. texting at Wiggy specifically. Okay, what All is right. his, what's Tanner. his name? Tan- Tanner. Tanner. Yep. All right, well, Tanner. there you go. Okay, Tanner. Yeah. Put your name on it. Hi, yep. Tanner. Tanner. Uh, Tanner is, uh, Courtney and I were able to look him up, and uh, he works in building maintenance. Mm-hmm. And I learned from his LinkedIn, Curtis, that his building was named number one cleanest toilets last year. Right. So hey. great job, great job, Tanner. That's important. And obviously, that's a that particular space is one you don't want to be number two in. <laughs> uh, so uh, way to go, way to go, Tanner. At least he texts back with his name Hi, on Tanner. it. Yep. Good morning, Tanner. All right, Tanner. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks. Um, girl dad. Uh, oh, he's a girl dad. Yep. Yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. Uh, let's get to Wiggy and his lead this morning. Well, here is a little quick teaser for you if I had five more seconds. Uh Kyle Shanahan showed why the NFL is stupid. Hmm. Simple, because what he did in overtime shows you why you need to hire Bill Belichick. Mm. When you have a coach that is meticulous and goes over everything, 
and his players are aware because, Courtney, I put it more on the coach to because players, if you don't tell them about something, there's a million rules that they're going to be like, all right, whatever, this might never happen. And I remember when we used to practice and we went over everything. We went over the rule where if the ball was near the sideline on a kickoff, step out of bounds, one foot out of bounds, keep the other one in, touch the football. You get and that the was Bill telling you all that stuff? That all was the Bill time? going over all that. Bill went over the tuck rule. So, like, these are all things that you kind of know about. And that's why the NFL made a major mistake by not hiring a guy who goes over every potential situation with a fine, what is it, fine-tooth comb, comb, right? And when you look at that and you have players coming out going, well, we had no idea, how do you not know? It's because your coach doesn't tell you. Now, what about those who are texting in uh, in reasonable numbers Mm -hmm. and saying that these are grown men and they ought to know the rules playing in the NFL? Because there's a million rules and as as players, you have a million different things going on, whether it's game plan, whether it's you know what you need to do to take care of your body. But what if this is Peyton Manning after the game saying, I didn't know the rule? I don't think it would be on the coach. I think Peyton Manning would be absolutely destroyed. Yeah, but I always put it on, like, if there's something that I don't know about, isn't it on Ken Laird, the boss man, to let me know, like, well, somebody, here are certain things you can't say. Somebody just texted in on the Subaru of New England text line, which is 37937. Find your authorized Subaru retailer at SubaruofNewEngland.com uh, and said, uh, Courtney, does Greg have to tell you that you can't drop an F-bomb on the radio? You know that rule. I, and so these guys But that's know. a basic rule, right? So, uh, for example, when I played with the Jets, Parcel, he talked about the situation where you could fair catch a kickoff and then have an opportunity to kick a game-winning field goal from that specific spot with X amount of time on the clock, mm-hmm. right? So as players, we're not privy to all of these rule changes and rules. So we but only a great, know the- But a great coach makes sure that you understand what's yes. going on. Now, Shanahan clearly made the call prior to that coin toss, it at least told the the guys, hey, we're going to elect to receive the ball, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't okay. do it on their own. Okay, they they he so, told. I mean, whether they knew it or not, does it matter really? I, I, I mean, think I, I think it matters. I uh, think it matters when it shows you that he may ha- may not have that team prepared the way everybody else should have a team prepared, or the way Bill might have. A that's team the thing that matters to me is that your coach has to give information. Because, yeah, you know, like a basic rule. If you jump off sides, then you're going to get a five-yard penalty. But there are other rules that are kind of like so deep in the weeds mm, yeah. that if the coach doesn't tell you about it, you as a player are not going to take time out to go read a play uh, a rule book. And, yeah. Wiggy, the good point on this line of thinking is I saw after the Zay Flowers attempt to get a touchdown where he, was, where he fumbled prior mm-hmm. to hitting the goal line, there were several Patriots, including I think Danny Woodhead tweeted that when I was with the Patriots, we did days on this where when it's not fourth down and you're going for a touchdown by the goal line, do not extend the ball because right. it'll be a touchback. So yeah. I think that's a good example as well. All right, Wiggy, great lead. Thank you. You got it. Uh, I could do mine quick. Uh, we've discussed it before, but I think the numbers are staggering. Um, and I'll ask you guys to guess. Would you guess, this is from a Harris poll, 
which was done after the Super Bowl. And they, they, when it comes to Harris and their polls, they're they're pretty accurate. Would you guess how many U.S. employees were planning to miss work yesterday because of the Super Bowl? Would you want to guess a number in the mm, U.S.? Like how, 30%. Uh, like, give me a number, though. Uh, no. a, 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 a numerical. Uh, 100,000. 100,000? What'd you say? 10 million. 10 million. I would say probably 25 million. 16, 16 million people <gasps> were planning on banging in yesterday right. post Super Bowl hangover. So I will ask it again. Hey, should that be a national holiday? Should the day after the Super Bowl be a national holiday? It Why don't be. they just move it a week and President's Day is next Monday? Time it out. And yeah. What, what would they do? Add another week to the season? Right. They're already going to get there. 17 games is not going to be sustainable. It's an odd number. It's weird. You have to play eight and nine road mm-hmm. games, home games. They're going to go to 18. The, the, the owners could do it on their own. They could start and, it later. But they're going like, to go to 18 yeah. games, and then the Super Bowl will be played on the Sunday of President's Day weekend. Yeah. Well, the easiest thing to do is just push the, push the start of the season back a week. Yeah, you could yeah. do that, and then yeah. it times out, and then everybody gets the day yeah, off and, afterwards. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's a great idea that you do it that way because everybody, whether you travel to the Super Bowl or you have Super Bowl parties that next day, like next year, Super Bowl's in New Orleans. I already mm-hmm. circled that on my calendar like I'm going to that. Okay. Where does RFK Jr. stand on this, Courtney? Do you know? I need to know that. Before I don't know. I, before I vote, that's where I need. That's what I need to know. I, we talked about the commercials, the ads. We didn't even touch on his. Yeah. Apparently, his family not thrilled with him. Why? In running that ad because it was a JFK so ad, and it, he didn't give them a heads up. Really? I guess so. Then he tweeted about it, posted on yeah. X, whatever, saying like, "I'm sorry if it offended any of my family members or took any of my family members by surprise," mm. and kind of walked it back, saying that it was he didn't give the go ahead. Mm. And so many people then went at him, saying, "It's pinned on your X page. Yeah. Like you can't say that you didn't know about it if it's I pinned mean, there." Wussification of I, America. I, I thought it was a pretty. good I mean, ad. I, I I saw it. I, I had it like ad. no issues with it. I don't get. I was wondering like like. Where was it going? Like, I didn't really know if it was like a skit type of thing. Mm-hmm. But what's the big deal? So he used his... Uh, well, they were upset. They're obviously upset because, why? well, their uncle, you know, great-grandfather, whatever, right. was assassinated. So they're, But you're using something that, it's, as a I, family member, that you feel like, hey, he used it. I'm in the same field he's in. Yeah. This, I'm kind of really paying homage well, to they, him. There are many in the Kennedy family... Who don't want him running for president because he's anti-vax? So that's the okay. that's the okay. Thing. All right. Well, they, there you voice. go. There's a deeper dive and his voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's nothing to do with the voice. Uh, he should have been. They should have been too jacked. They should have included him in the Dunk Kings ad. He could have done like the auto tune <laughs> on the on the voice parts. Speaking of the Dunk Kings ad, yeah. uh-huh. big news today. What? Duncan's is selling that sweatsuit. That's yeah. big news to you. Oh my god! I gotta go home. Uh, okay. I saw that. I, I saw that. Like whoever created minutes. Dunkin' yeah. Donuts' last name was yeah. Duncan. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. Sixty bucks for the top, I, sixty for the bottom. Okay, great. I gotta tell you, huge news. It's Breaking. a banging outfit. I want one. <laughs> you do? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want the one Brady wore. Uh, let's. Go, we'll, we'll take a break, and then we're gonna get to they said it, which is a quick back and forth on sports next. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's three seconds left. You guys didn't use a timeout. I'm looking at Mike Rob. I'm almost in tears. I'm like, what is going on? And then you run the play. Was there any panic? Was it, or was Coach Reed just like, look, run the play. We're going for it now. No, uh, he, uh, we knew we were going to get one more playoff. Uh, we wanted to wanted to do it down on this end zone. And um, we. I think it's funny. We go over these rules every single week. Um, and they prepare us for these moments. And I, when we're in the meetings, I'm like, man, I cannot, I, I cannot keep hearing these exact same things. But they prepared us for the overtime rules, knew all the different scenarios and uh, it keeps us calm and uh, cool during those big moments. Well, Courtney, that's how you do it. If you're Andy Reid, that's how you pound it into your players when mm-hmm. it comes to the overtime rules yeah. and not how you do it, I guess, if you're Kyle Shanahan. so Well, especially um, the overtime rule. Like I'm talking about the fair catch on the kickoff or the out-of-bounds on the kickoff. Maybe those are things you don't pound into your team's head every week because they're rare, rare. You kind of let them know. But the overtime rule, that's something that – can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, going into every single game that you could potentially go to overtime and this could happen, and there's a, a very good likelihood that at one point in time it will happen, and it happened to Kansas City, so that, that's probably why they prepared for it. I mean, it happened to them prior to the rule change, but now they know, like, okay, this we got to be prepared for this when it happens. The fact that Kyle Shanahan doesn't at least – inform him his players to say, hey, the new rule for this year, and it might only be a couple times during the season, is that if we go to overtime, both teams get the ball, regardless if the first team scores a touchdown. Yeah. But again, you're playing in the NFL. You don't know that very important rule. There's like, a lot of rules yeah, in the NFL. Know, There's just so I, many. It's like the like the guy who works at the widget factory doesn't know to put his safety goggles on. I mean, no, nah, but that's not like a very ba- topical. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like a basic rule. Like a, a rule in the NFL, if you're an offensive player and you and you go out of bounds, you got to restart. Rest- you got to reestablish yourself in bounds. That those type of rules, like you start to know those things. 
But something like that, I mean, yeah, I would expect them to know it, but it's the coach's job to make sure the players know the rules inside and out. But this rule, just to sort of rip Shanahan here, is in effect because of a game he coached in. (laughs) This is a reaction to Super Bowl 51, where Mm -hmm. the Falcons, MVP that year, Matt Ryan, never touched the ball in overtime because the Patriots won the toss and scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I think everybody's to blame. I think the players are to blame. It doesn't change what you do. I mean, if you're a defensive player, your goal is to stop the Chiefs from scoring. I don't think this changed the outcome, but it really is a negative look on Kyle Shanahan. Another thing is, look at teams that lose Super Bowls, minus the the Chiefs, who lost to the Bucks and then won the next year, and the Patriots in 2017, who lost to the Eagles and won the next year. There's, like, nobody in the last 30 years that lost a Super Bowl and got back. And normally they fall apart, like fall on their face the following season. Right. All right. Well, we will get to Courtney and today's news coming up at 7.30. And if you're just waking up, I feel like Curtis should have consulted his doctor, his concierge doctor on the Bombo Genesis, because he would have called it a nothing burger. Uh, We're going to get... Uh, a whole two inches of snow in the city of Boston today. So uh, uh, hopefully you stocked up on the bread and the milk and you got the shovel ready to go and you got the space saver out there. And uh, it may be, I mean, maybe maybe three inches, Curtis, if yeah, things get really bad today. Could be yeah. up to four to five, but okay. I'm just glad you listened to me and not to Ryan or the other boobs. Yeah, I mean, you, want you again, you're 2-0, I think, this year when it comes to you v. Jeremy Reiner. I mean, can I get an open, like, Boston's most trusted and accurate weatherman, Chris Curtis? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not to piss you and Curtis off, but I do have a question about this. Is this a result of global warming? <laughs> What are you talking about? It does feel like we're not having these Bombo Cyclones anymore. I, uh, we're in and when an I was El, growing we're, up, we're it in, was... We're in an El Nino. Like, uh, that's what happens with the El Nino, Curtis, right? It can shift. Yeah. This it, this storm is shifting it's, south. It's Nino, so, but yes. A Nino, whatever. Nino, uh, Nino. You, uh, you Greg's a it, fan of the Nino. You know, you know what it is. Well, and Curtis did say it's too warm. Right. right. But he did say right. that yesterday before anybody else. He said it's yeah. too warm. and But I don't get, I don't get how you go from... 12 inches of snow to two? Right. To two. Well, it's because the, <laughs> the storm shifted south right. into the ocean. So it's I don't actually, need to worry about global warming still. No, you're fine. El Nino's, okay. my best friend explained this to me over the weekend. He's in produce. He said everybody he talks to that he buys produce from in Mexico and Central America, wherever, uh-huh. he says it's an El Nino winter. We've had El Ninos for thousands of years. They're a little huh? warmer. They're a little tougher on the back end. It is not because Greg drives an Escalade. Is he top 10 in produce? Or? He's the best. Uh, number one. The best really? produce man in the world. Would he, huh? be up, would he be upset if he was number seven in the U.S. in produce? Good Oof. question. I'll ask him. Okay, we ask him about <laughs> I'll I'll say, Jeff, what are you? Let's get to this. It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Del Mambino and have me face him. Maybe I'll drill him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com I'm just going to say it. Customer complaint I got yesterday. And, you know, I like to pay attention to every single customer complaint. They're very important. Mm -hmm. They said, I don't need to tell everybody what they said it is because everybody knows what they said it is. 
Yeah, Where do you but, stand on that? No, uh, I think you continue to do what you're doing because some days there are people who have never listened to the show before, happen to turn on the radio, okay. they find themselves within the segment they said it, and they go, what the hell is this? What is this? Right. Like, what are they? why are they playing this audio from people? Yep. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, so you got to do it every day. Right, Sometimes I forget the name of what it's called. <laughs> yeah, multiple times you <laughs> forgot it. Is it that's, that's true. This is what they said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Where should we start, Sean? Uh, well, Greg, one of the questions leading up to the Super Bowl was, will Andy Reid retire? Yesterday, he answered that question. Here is what Andy Reid said. I think I understood you to say after the game last night, you're coming back for another season. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Why not um, ride off into the sunset? You know, Adam, I, I honestly haven't even thought about it, but I get asked it. I mean, I'm still kind of in awe of the, the game and, and what went on there. So I really haven't thought why or what or anything else, but people keep asking me. And I, I keep saying, why did Belichick and Pete retire? You know, those guys, they ask those old guys a question. But I'm, I'm the old guy now, <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to be asked that. But I really haven't gone there. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah, why would you? What else I mean, would you, you got, do? The biggest well, nothing burger, if you want to talk about nothing burgers, that we actually entertain Belichick going to the Chiefs and Andy <laughs> Reid retiring <laughs> is the dumbest conversation of all time. But Why would mind, you retire when you have the best player at the most important position? Right. Like, never mind what else would you do. Mm-hmm. The guy is locked in with a great chance of winning a couple additional Super Bowls. Right. Why would he go anywhere? But even if you didn't have the best player, if that's what you did, and you're only 66, like 70 years old, 72 is not that old, and you're still capable of doing that, why would you retire? And you yeah. make great money to do that. What else are you going to do? Yeah, you might go play a couple rounds of golf, but isn't that going to get boring? Yeah, no, I mean, he's probably a l- little bit afraid of the absolute savagery of the roid rage guy that he has on his team <laughs> and how he might get injured there. But All right, what else, Shime? Uh, Next, Greg, we had a conversation yesterday, a very intense conversation about Brock Purdy and his fault or culpability in the loss there against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Colin Cowherd uh, talked about Brock Purdy's performance yesterday. Eli Manning beat Brady twice in these games, and Eli made the throw. Mario Manningham and David Tyree. Purdy missed a touchdown in this game. You know, you didn't blitz Brady. You didn't blitz Mahomes. The, The great ones, you don't even screw around with that. The way to stop Purdy is blitz. I thought he had a good game. He played a winning football game. Uh, th- there were some plays at the end where, you know, he just gets hit. Like you said, I mean, he, he's not going to break Chris Jones' tackle, but I, I thought for the most part he was pretty damn good. He's not Mahomes, and that's been the whole argument. He's not. I mean, this, are, are we watching? I mean, the conversation now, this guy's got his third Super Bowl, and, I mean, what a remarkable final drive. Yeah, I mean, again, the, the body of work mm-hmm. is short when it comes to – Brock Purdy. So yeah. we'll see what he ends up being. Yeah, I, mean, I just we'll, think we'll find out next to, year. To you know, some want to declare him to be a, a you know average game manager, a nothing burger. And, and but that's and, what and he I is think, as of right now. I, he got his team to the Super Bowl. He was in the Jimmy M- Garoppolo got his team he, to okay, the Super in, Bowl. The MV- Matt Ryan got his team to the Super he Bowl. He was in the MVP conversation. Jared Goff got his team to the Super Bowl. So there are a lot. Matt Ryan won the MVP. Just because you win an MVP or you're in the MVP category doesn't mean that's who you are. Carson Wentz was the runner-up for the MVP right. one year. But when you look at the player and you go, okay, what is this player? Is he a good player? Yes. 
don't get butt hurt when people say, okay, he's a game manager. You have to build an elite team around him. The question is, can he do what he did with Arizona, New England, the Jets? Yeah. Like that's the difference. When we're when we're talking about Brady, we're talking about Mahomes, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh um uh Lamar Jackson or even Joe Burrow. If you were to put them on different teams, could they change what that team is? You saw it with CJ Stroud. It looks like he can change what a team is. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy hasn't been able to prove that yet, and he's looking more like a guy that doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but you have to have everything around them, like Curtis says, has to be perfect. Okay, anything else, Sean? Yeah, one more thing for you. Courtney mentioned it in Trending earlier. Tiger Woods revealed his new Sunday Red uh, apparel brand and line, and he spoke yesterday about Sunday Red, what it means to him, and why he paired up with TaylorMade. Well, I trust TaylorMade because it's we built a, a we forged an amazing relationship with the product and the testing process, and it was about getting it right. And it's about the athlete hitting the shot and being precise and winning events. And that's what I'm all about. Well, Sunday Red, well, it kind of says that, you know, it's me, right? It, I've, I've worn red on Sundays. It started with mom. Mom thought being a Capricorn that my power color was red. And so I wore red as a junior golfer and I won some tournaments. And lo and behold, this is, it's weird. I, I go to a, uni- a university that is red, Stanford's red. Uh, we always wore red on the, f- the final day we, that we played every single tournament, and then every single tournament I've played as a professional, I've worn red. I like yeah. the logo. Yeah. That's pretty good. I don't know about the gear. I don't know how much it is. Smart right. by him. Would you prefer a new piece of Sunday red apparel from Tiger Woods or the Dunking's tracksuit for $120? <laughs> I'll take some. T- I'll take some Sunday red. You would, yeah. The Dunk Kings tracksuit sold out in eighteen minutes. Yeah, it was them. a hot commodity. I hope they restock. Somebody said they just flipped it on eBay for four hundred and fifty bucks. And yeah. I think they're available again today if you go to the website. Really? I think okay, they're back. Yeah, I think they're probably going to be more of like collectors' items. I'd wear it, but it's it's I- smart on Tiger's part, right? Yeah. He's doing what Jordan did and kind of breaking away and doing his own thing. You don't think once. Has Sunday Red hit the shelves yet? No. Uh, coming he's, now, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's debuting yet. at this yeah. All right, but I guarantee you when it hits the shelves because of who he is, that sells out. Anything, yeah. to, And now it's his stuff rather than having to share some of it with Nike. And Tiger, if you like the Tiger series or the Tiger book that was on HBO, I believe, the same person who wrote about Tiger did the Dynasty book, and that's the Apple TV broadcast. Yes, same director of the Tiger series that we talked about that was on HBO, which was excellent. Excellent. Jeff um, Benedict wrote the book. He also wrote Dynasty. He's yeah. really good. So I'm, I'm optimistic about Dynasty. Okay. Um, that is, they said it. And right now, Courtney and what is trending? The Rich Keefe Show. Weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Shaw's Northeastern is your Beanpot champion. A 4-3 to three overtime win over BU, winning their fifth Beanpot in six years. Senior Gunner Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner and was named tournament MVP. The Celtics take on the Nets on the road tonight. Tip is at 7.30. We've got three guys on the injury report. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as questionable, while Jaden Springer and Xavier Tillman are both out. Mm. Uh, also, I just heard Tanner has a guy on the injury report 
for building maintenance today. Mm. And so, Curtis, he's going to have to restock some of the toilet paper and some of the bathrooms. It's a real issue over there. I highly recommend giving Tanner a follow on Twitter. Uh-huh. I found this doozy. I'm not lying. Courtney can verify. Uh-huh. The devil wants you to have a history, but Jesus wants you to have a destiny. Uh-huh. All right. Praise, praise Jesus. Religious man. All right. Okay. Hello, Tanner. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And the Bruins are home to take on the Lightning. Puck drop is at 7. If you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan or if you're a Swifty and want to see if Taylor Swift shows up at the Kansas City Chiefs Championship Parade, that will take place tomorrow. It's scheduled to start at 11 a.m. Yeah, her next show is not till the 16th. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shime. And love is at bloom at Shaw's in Star Market. Just in time for Valentine's Day, pick up a rose bouquet available in red and assorted colors. Now, Shaw's was nice enough to send me a Valentine's Day bouquet. All right. Assorted colors, stunning, and it smells unbelievable. If you're watching oh. on Twitch right now, wow! this is the bouquet. That is a win for Santo. He doesn't have to get you anything for Valentine's Day. Uh, I think he still do. He still does. You think so? Yeah, yeah, he can. You probably have high expectations tomorrow from Santo. No, we're going to a nice dinner. I just want quality time and oh. love. <laughs> a little cute yeah. tea. Yeah. What if he doesn't get you? Does he have to get you jewelry? No, last year I got a a pair of PJs that I love. Okay. This year she's hoping for an actual PJ. (laughs) That would be nice. Uh, Choose from a wide assortment for your someone special. Shaw's and Star Market is your one-stop Valentine headquarters. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. Uh, just a quick question. What do you think about the snow missing us to the south? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 38 degrees drizzling outside. Uh, we're going to get a couple inches of snow. South Shore, Abington, down the south coast. Should get a little bit more, but it'll all be over by this afternoon or early evening. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. through what happened on the play and what your perspective on what happened was. We got locked up. Happens a lot throughout the course of the game. Yeah, I tried to just have my hands up. Obviously, after the whistle, you know, someone went down that was unnecessary, obviously, and excessive and dangerous. You seemed upset even after the fact, even after they gave their flagrant foul, you got to the line. It seems like you thought there was still something more that had to be said. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a dirty play, to be honest with you. Um, you know, that's how people miss entire seasons. Uh, knock on wood, obviously, but those types of plays, I mean, you've seen them before and uh, throughout the history of the NBA. Um, guys suffer really bad injuries from instances exactly like that. Hey, look at all those movie stars. They're all so beautiful and clean. When the house meets up the floors, they get the spaces yeah, okay. This is, what are we doing? Duncan Robinson still whining about that being a dirty play. 
Don't tell me you're going to call that a dirty play. He started it. Yeah, by he the did way. start it, but it was Jalen did give him a little dirtiness oh, back, oh, back, wait, back at him. Wait, I don't he, mind he, the play. He started it. Right. I don't mind in there. Yeah, I don't mind what Jalen Brown did. That's kind of part of the game. Like if you're if you're in there and you're kind of doing this and Jalen's trying to pull away and you kind of leave your arm in there, then that's kind of you know, that's par for the course. You always know who the culprit is too because Robinson has his hands up like looking at the ref right. like, "Oh, he's look like, what he's doing to me. Look what he's doing to me." Yeah, and, what about the pot kettle? He's one of the dirtiest players in the NBA by far. Yeah, I don't I, like Dirty play to me is when it's unwarranted, is like what we saw, you know, like what Indominus Sue would do or what Mac Jones would do. Like when you go all like what Draymond Green does, when you go out your way kind of after something's, you know, like after a play and then flail to know that you're trying to hit the guy. That's like a dirty play. This is two guys jockeying for position. One guy's trying to keep his arm in there and, and kind of play it off, and the other guy goes like, all right, get your arm out of it. I'm trying to move, and then you give yeah. him a little something. There was a mic that picked them up on the court, too, and it Jalen basically says to him, like, what the F is your problem? So yeah. he must have been chippy the entire game towards him, and then finally <laughs> had what, enough. That's what he does. I yeah. mean, I, it's good for the rivalry, yeah. I guess. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sets up a scenario when you get to playoff time, right, but guess, it is a but. little bit. I mean, you know, he could have really did some damage oh, on that. Please, well, you see the way his arm was. You can yeah. easily yeah. dislocate yes. an arm that way. Shoulder, yeah, but that's not what happened. No, no, I know. But, but if it, if the roles were reversed, we'd be very upset. If that was Jalen Brown, because you could do some damage like that. Yeah, J- Jalen Brown isn't running around nut punching guys. No, no, no. Like, but I'm, I'm not sorry, calling uh, like you bring that on yourself. But I'm not saying Jalen Brown's a dirty player. I'm just saying that act. Duncan Robinson is. Yeah, but I'm not saying Jalen is. I like what Jalen did. I think Jalen's kind of saying, all right, this is my space. You want you want to go tit for tat, then let's do it. And I have no issues with that. Jalen has never been a dirty player. If anything, Jalen is the type of guy that, you know, kind of follows the line of the game, the unwritten rules, the code of the NBA. So he's just saying, all right, you want to play this game? I could play it too. Mm-hmm. Got no issues with it whatsoever. Okay. Maybe he was not instructed by his head coach when it comes to the rules about dislocating somebody's shoulder. Well, you know. Maybe that's the issue. It is also, I mean, Greg, that is like, this is a lane that you would be blaming millennials for. That, like, they don't read anything. They don't know the rules. They do it all on their own. They think that that rules are for thee, not for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm torn because I understand the fact that it's Kyle Shanahan's job, I guess, to go over. The when a when a rule change happens, it's his job to go over it mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this is the way it's going to work over time." When it comes to the playoffs now, but also, you're right, Curtis. I mean, and a lot of people have been texting in on the Subaru of New England text line saying that that is entirely on the players for not knowing that. And, Wiggy, no, Wiggy, that's on the coach. Wiggy, yeah. will Stop never, it. Wiggy will never say that. There are a lot of. Do you know every rule about radio? Uh, play the hits? I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I do know play the hits. No, no, like, uh, I'm like, saying, like, things that you can't do. Like, they're. they're you like, won't believe the latest inductee into the Pervert Teachers Association. <laughs> Hear it next. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, things that you, you might not be yeah. able to do. And you go, oh, I didn't think I could do that. And that's part of. You don't read the. The, the radio rule book from beginning to end because you got a lot of things going on. And when rule changes happen, you expect your boss or your manager or your coach to say, hey, fellas, this is what changed, or Courtney, this is okay, what but, changed. But again, you have to explain to me how 
those San Francisco 49ers players mm-hmm. who apparently didn't know the rule. Yeah. How did that affect the way they played in overtime? But I think we're it missing did. the biggest it point, Greg. The fact that the players are openly saying this has more to do with the future of Kyle Shanahan than it does with them losing that game. Exactly. Yeah. The fact that they're coming forward, they are kicking their coach when he's down. And so that, to me, is the fact that they don't like whatever it is about him. I don't know. I don't know anything about Kyle Shanahan, the person. But the fact that players are voluntarily saying they were not properly prepared for overtime is the story. Well, I think the guy, I mean, he's blown three double-digit leads in Super Bowls, yes. if, I, if I'm correct, if mm-hmm. you include the Falcons and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, that's, and that's not that's not necessarily a glowing review of his skill as a head coach, no, and or, this an, is, or an offensive coordinator. And this is where we've had the conversation: Is he a good coach? Yes, because he he took three different quarterbacks to Super Bowls. But is he a good offensive coordinator? And that's why he did that. Like he's a good quarterback. I he understands it. And Chime was big on this. Kyle Shannon could take any quarterback, average quarterback, and put them in that system and lead them to a Super Bowl. So is it Shanahan's not good enough to get the average guy over the hump in the most important game? Or what would he look like if he had the well above average guy to to kind of take that team? And you start to see that some guys are better coordinators than they are head coaches. I mean, we talked about uh, the Kansas City coach, uh, Spagnola. Well, just because you do a great job as a defensive guy doesn't mean that you're going to excel now once you become a head coach because, look, there's a lot of things that you have to do. You have to make sure the team knows about every possible rule. Yeah, well, you said earlier this is an example of the billions that we had in the former head coach of the New England Patriots. Right. He is spending countless hours over and over again explaining every single rule that exists to the guys who are playing for his football team. So um, in in this case, maybe that's not what Kyle Shanahan is is doing. And Courtney brought up a great point. She said that's a fireable offense. Yeah. You think it is? Yeah. I mean, especially if the players are coming out and saying that, that's a terrible no, look. But it, but it's one of those things where if you go down and score a touchdown, we're not talking about it. So I mean, that's on the players. Right, but yeah, they somebody did. picks up a block on Chris Jones there on third down. <laughs> yeah. They score a touchdown. It, right. it doesn't matter. But guess right. what? They didn't. Right. And we're not talking about a rookie who just came into the league and maybe didn't understand the rule. We're talking about Kyle Uchek, mm-hmm. who's been in the league for what eight nine years, yep. and he didn't. And you know. He didn't even know the rule. Right. So you're talking about veteran players that they weren't getting they were not getting the information from their head coach. I mean, I did question when we played it yesterday during they said it mm-hmm. his reference to the analytics. Because there there really there's not enough time to have any analytics when it comes to that. Am am I right? Yeah. I mean, mean, there's no, there's really no, there's no analytics. But I I, I really think he's getting killed wrongly. I mean, if you get a touchdown, right, and that's mm -hmm. the goal. Yep. And you get, the Chiefs get the ball, they go down the field, they get a touchdown. Yep. Then you get the ball only needing what, 30 yards? Yep. To win the game. Yeah, whatever it is to get in field goal range. So if, if you defer... And the Chiefs score a touchdown. 
then if you score a touchdown, the best case scenario is the Chiefs get the ball with Patrick Mahomes and only need two 15-yard completions to win the game. You get the first crack at it, assuming both teams score a touchdown. Right, but now you're coaching based on um, you're coaching based on more of potentials and what could be three moves ahead when you should be looking at the overtime is simple. We know the rule. The team that gets the ball in the second part of the overtime, meaning the team who gets the ball second, knows exactly what they need to do. So the analytics go, for me, first case analytics. Team gets the ball, second knows exactly what they need to do. Kick a field goal, score a touchdown. That's the way. But then you could keep going on and saying third case analytics would be, all right, you score, we score, we get the ball back, we win. Like yeah. you could you could do that all day long, but I think the most the most but you don't what I'm saying is you don't have a big enough body of data because the rule just went into effect right. to have any kind of analytics on it anyway. Right. So that's why it should be got. Right. And it's you know, and it's really what you, whatever you, you know your team, you know what situation they're in that they're best at, you know how gas the D is or whatever, like make the decision based on that. The, so. the only other side to it where I would uh, say that Wiggy's side is accurate, if the Chiefs got the ball and they scored a touchdown, you get the ball and you have the opportunity to win it going for two. Right. Like, yeah. If you score a touchdown and you get a two-point conversion, then you don't need to kick it to Mahomes. And honestly, that's what I would have done. I know, I know we never got there, but right. if you kick the extra point, then you're giving the ball to Mahomes where all he needs is a field goal to win the game. All right. Um we got to get to Courtney and to today's news. It's time for... What sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. The news. I've been eating pasta, which I love. Yeah. eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all, all Italian foods, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. With your host, Courtney Cox. No appetizer makes me shake my tatas more <laughs> than hot mozzarella sticks. Really? The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit northeastmenshealth.com for more. Hannibal Lecter vibes on WEEI. Governor Mara Healy has asked drivers to stay off the road today during the storm. (laughs) Governor Healy also telling all non-emergency state employees in the executive branch agencies to... Stay home, and okay. if it's if they're able to yeah. telework, work well, from home. I mean, it's gonna. We're getting uh, upwards of two inches of snow. It's gonna be very dangerous out there. Yep. Yeah. All RMV locations will be closed today. Oh, okay. um, MBTA is planning to work as normal, whatever oh, yeah. that means. I want to hear more Healy from her presser. <laughs> we ask people to stay off the roads, but if you have to be on the roads, please travel safely. Do not crowd plows or work vehicles stay back at least a couple hundred feet oh my god do they think we're idiots like yesterday i heard the presser with mayor Wu, and she said check on your neighbors make sure they're okay i'm like are we living in an alternate universe it's just gonna snow even if it was a foot like even if it, it did actually hit us square on and we got a foot of snow it's only 12 inches. It's I not know. like we're getting three feet. I know. Well, that's what I'd ask Curtis, the weather guy. Yes, happy When did it change that six, eight inches is now a ton of snow? Like, we need to, you know, like, shut the whole city down. When you, don't, I- you don't have to shut everything down 
24 hours before. They could have woken up this morning. Right. And then saw that the storm was moving out to sea Mm -hmm. and said, all right, everybody can go to work today. Everybody can go to school today. But, Greg, I just need to know why we need to announce it. Before snow falls. Like, we, we all survived. My, my dad would leave the house and drive to the Hancock Tower. I was unable to reach him until I called Ilsa, who picked up the phone. Okay? So that I understood if you needed a little more time when there was not a way that you could immediately contact someone. Now, literally, you get a text within a nanosecond sent out to everybody, and they know right away that school's canceled. Well, Greg, I'm asking the question because it's... When I was going to school, or maybe when you were going to school, 10 inches of snow wasn't a big thing. No. Like, even if you no. knew about it in the morning, it no. wasn't like, when did we get to the point, that's why I asked the weather guy, that now six to eight inches is, uh-oh, go get the salami and go get the uh, the bread. The same time that we said, because one person can't eat nuts on a plane, everybody can't eat nuts on a plane. <laughs> Okay. It's the way in which we've catered to the lowest needing or the, like, we have gotten to a point where if one person is inconvenienced, we all must be inconvenienced. Well, there is good news when it comes to this disaster of a storm because Michelle Wu is saying that space savers in most neighborhoods are going to be okay once again. So reminder, you're going to be able to use a, sta- <laughs> a space saver during the declared snow emergency and up to 48 hours after. Here is Michelle Wu. Space savers can be used for up to 48 hours after the snow emergency ends in Boston, except in the South End, where the neighborhood uh, has worked with the city to not allow for space savers. I wonder why South End doesn't allow it. It's the dumbest thing in the world. There's no, like, universal rule. Some neighborhoods do it. Some neighborhoods right. don't. I need full space saver guy, Sham, if you could. Oh, he's since, the best. Uh, since it's a bombogenesis. Full. Full space saver guy, if you could. I also got a couple of paint cans. Which are booby-trapped. If you pick up one of the paint cans, you're going to get covered in paint. This is not easy. This is work. If it's not clear, there will be a space saver there. Yeah, that yep. guy was the right. best. So be careful. <laughs> be aware of the paint cans. Yep. We're going to take a break. Okay. But we will get to the rest of the news with Courtney next. You know I just closed my eyes. My whole world disappeared. Father of mine. Take me back to the day Yeah, when I was still your golden boy Back before you went away I remember blue skies walking the block I loved it when you held me high I loved to hear you talk A uh, snow emergency has been declared in the city of Boston and in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts with upwards of two to two and a half inches of snowfall expected by the time this baby is over. So please be careful. Uh, some areas may get, uh, they're talking about maybe three to four inches of snow. So please uh, be careful. We'll keep you up to date on all of that. Now, back to Courtney and the rest of today's news. How pissed would you be if you were a gate agent at Logan Airport today and 212 flights were canceled and 17 delays already and you have to deal with angry customers yeah. when there's less than... <laughs> There's negative snow on no. the ground right now. Uh, well, there is some terrifying rain falling currently yep. in the city, so please be careful. Yeah. Um. 
Speaking of Logan, there are questions surrounding a passenger who had four mummified monkeys in their <laughs> luggage. Um, oh. A U.S. Customs and Border Protection dog sniffed out something weird in one of the luggage <laughs> uh, bags, oh. and the passenger said that it was dried up fish. Uh-huh. When they did uh, more examination, uh-huh. they found the four mummified mum- uh, monkeys. Okay. And uh, a reminder that raw or minimally processed meat from wild animals, sometimes referred to bush meat, is banned from the U.S. because of the threat of disease. So no charges have been filed, but the luggage was seized and the nearly nine pounds of bush meat were marked for destruction by U.S. CDC. Are you supposed to keep the mummified monkeys in your carry-on or how do do they like to travel? Yeah, I would say it's dry, so you could put it in your carry-on. There was a great show during the pandemic about U.S. Border Patrol and Customs. And the stuff they found in people's suitcases would blow your mind. Yeah. Whoa, I, I watched, believe it. Uh, I watched that documentary last night that you and Courtney recommended. Lover, Stalker, Killer? Yes. On Netflix? That is wild, that whole thing. I figured it out about halfway through who the real perpetrator was. But that's it's, it's a really good documentary. Curtis recommended it yesterday and Courtney as well. Uh, and it's about this guy who is dating a couple different women, mm-hmm. and one of them is Bat-S. Yeah. The star uh, was the gentleman who did the digital discovery. Oh. Yes, that guy. Did, awesome. Yeah, like a volunteer detective or whatever yeah. he was. Yeah. yeah. He was good. It was, that was nuts, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, sorry. Uh, and a soon-to-be documentary, I think, is the Karen Reed case. Yes. And lawyers for Karen Reed are asking for a delay in trial, which is set to start next month. The lawyers are waiting for the release of information from federal prosecutors that they say is imminent, that is coming. The motion lists several pieces of evidence prosecutors and defense attorneys have yet to receive, including certain forensic results, phone records, records of communication between a witness and a Massachusetts State Police uh, trooper Mm. who was involved in the investigation. Mm. Uh, So they want all of that before this goes to trial. And I don't blame them. They should give it to them. Yes, and if there's nothing there, there's nothing there, and proceed with the trial. Yeah. But uh, I, you're right. I cannot wait. I'm obsessed with this case. I yeah. can't wait for the documentary. Yep. Or the or the Dateline. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. And we have an inductee into the PTA. Jesus, haven't they taught you these things in school? What things? The Greg Hill Morning Show presents... We were meant to be, I know it. How else could sex be that incredible? Pervert Teachers Association. That is appalling. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. 37-year-old Shoshana Leffler, a former prodigy at the prestigious Bronx High School of Science who went on to become a chemistry teacher resigned last year after she engaged in an inappropriate relationship with a 17-year-old male student in the Manhattan High School where she taught. So she was caught on video taking a 17-year-old male student into a locked bathroom at the high school. (laughs) So now they're doing it on the actual school grounds. Well, what they were doing... Not in the parking lot, but in the actual school. What they were doing, no one knows. Okay. There's no camera inside the bathroom. They were in there for seven minutes. Uh, Oh, wow. Don't take long for seven minutes in heaven. Good on him um that is when another employee went to use the restroom found it was locked from the inside (laughs) they left a teacher and student left separately then another surveillance camera the next day caught them in a stairwell where she gave him a wad of cash. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, a payoff. Yeah. If you will. So okay. she has resigned. Okay. 
Uh, there is an investigation, but they're not saying, like, was this a sexual relationship? They said they found no messages between them on any of her devices. Yeah. Mm. Scrubbed so, all that. Yeah. I mean, how long does well, a 17-year-old really need? He don't need seven minutes. Mm-hmm. But wad of cash, doesn't that make you Can think you use it's... A, a, just a, a different word? Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you could, if you could please. No. All right. Um, yeah. Stack of cash. Stack. Right. If yeah. you could, thank you. Um, uh, all right. Well, yeah. that's good that she's not teaching anymore, yeah, I guess. Very interesting. Okay. All right. And let's go to Kanye West, who is telling people to go F themselves <laughs> after he was criticized for uploading some risque videos of his wife, Bianca, at a Super Bowl party. I believe Brian has the videos that Kanye was uploading of his scantily clad wife, okay. Bianca. All right. Um, and we can hear what Kanye had to say uh-huh. uh, after people were upset with the videos. Okay. Well, I just want to tell everybody I posted my wife three times on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is I delivered the album. Then people still in my comments talking about why are you posting your wife? Because she make me happy. That's why y'all happy with the music because I'm happy. You understand? So don't ever say nothing negative. If you don't like my page and don't like what I'm posting, go f*** yourself. Seriously. Leave me, leave the king alone. I don't care, bro. I'm going to post my wife as much as I want. Go post your wife on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's, it's his right. wife, you yeah. know. Brian, she likes to wear um, nice he, clothes. That's not there. There's a video of what he actually posted on his page, and that's what people are upset about. If we could grab that, because I think it'll is that is that what she was dancing at the Super Bowl party? Yeah, wearing, but that's what she wants to wear. I I agree. Do you think yeah. she does though? Yeah, I think so. Don't you think she's being held against her will? No, we stop it. She's not being held against her. Why will. can't she be? Why is she not allowed to be on social media? Uh, that's different. That's a different question. I don't know. You have to ask Kanye. Maybe he feels like social media, if she's on it, it she'll get a lot of negative stuff. It won't be good for the relationship. Uh-huh. But as what she's wearing, like she dresses. She is. She dresses that way. She's always kind of dressed that way before she met Kanye. Yes. Well, no. She uh-huh. hasn't always dressed this way. And when Kim Kardashian was with Kanye, I don't keep up. But what I've heard is that she says that Kanye told her what to wear or what uh-huh. not to wear. Oh, who's um, the friend? That's uh, India Love. <laughs> um, and so wow, I do. Th- that's very revealing. Oh, my yes. goodness. I'm watching that on Twitch right now. I mean, you, she, can, you can watch the show on Twitch. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI. She wore a poncho with nothing underneath Right. It. I think that's Kanye says to up. wear that. Uh-huh. Imagine being that insecure. You need to tell your wife what to wear. Cool, stop right? it. But you, listen, you, you were going that you. I, listen, not everybody likes Kanye, but I'm willing to bet you she wears what she wants to wear. The same you sure way. About can, that? Yeah. So the then he way. changed his ways after Kim? Oh, Kim used to wear revealing stuff. That he told her to wear. Sexy stuff. So he likes her body, showing her off. I like my wife. I tell my wife, wear sexy outfits because it okay, makes you look good. Okay, but you don't good. force Mrs. Wiggins but to wear But he's not forcing things. her. See, you keep saying that. Uh, there's no proof of Kanye, and Kanye never forced Kim Wait, to wear Are you on his none. payroll? No, but just let's be honest. If we're going to... Uh, is the dude a whack job? Yes. Okay. Is he forcing her? When you say he's forcing her to do it, then now you're going down a different road. Okay. She's a grown-ass woman. Uh, can we get to a quick what is Kanye wearing before we before we take a break? Uh. And now, the Greg Hill Show presents uh. what is Kanye wearing today? Good morning. Okay. Of course, uh, yesterday they were at the airport, but on Super Bowl Sunday, if you're watching on Twitch, 
you can see Kanye and Mrs. <laughs> Kanye. And Kanye looks like, uh, it seems, like if there's somebody who needs, like if you have to have a body removed, like mm-hmm. uh, you need one of those services that come and do the em- emergency cleanup afterwards, it looks like he's ready to go with that mask that he right. has on and the full uh, like leather gear and the gloves, of course. Is that Jesus uh, on his mask? Supposed uh, to be Jesus? Looks like. oh, I yeah. guess. There's yeah. two, two Jesuses in that photo. Yeah. But I don't know. It looks like he's a big Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> She's all covered up now. And, yep. and, and I would say Wiggy saying, is Kanye a whack job? He is. Gave me serious Baldy vibes. Yeah. Did the man die? Um, <laughs> he did. What do you think of OBJ dating Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Listen, OBJ, you go down that road. We all know how people end up after the Kardashians. Right? Might ruin his he's career. Kinda out of, he's, he's making his way out of the NFL. Anyway. Yeah, that is true. Doesn't matter, Shime. Wiggy will blame her. Come on, Courtney. She has taken down more brothers than crack. Let's be honest. She has. She has. She's ruined a lot of them. She's yeah. ruined so Look at the, the whole Kardashian family. I don't think there's been one person who's dated a Kardashian. Who's come out of it unscathed. Who's come out of it. Chris like, Humphreys oh. is still in the league, right? I know. Chris what, Humphreys. What, what he's been missing in action for about 15 years. <laughs> in the mall. Never mind. I mean, seriously, there hasn't been one person who's come out of it like you're like, oh, okay. Even the, and, and you know, 90% have been brothers, but even the Scott Disick. He's he, he's he's doing a, fine. No, he's Pete not. Pete Davidson's doing fine. You think Pete Davidson's doing fine? Wasn't he just in rehab again? Yeah, and who's was. the other the other dude, the drummer there from uh, Travis Barker? Travis Barker. His wife is doing like, great. No, no, his ex wife is like he needs help now. He's all well, like she's 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 nutty. Come yeah. on, Kardashian. The ex wife, Courtney. I know you love the Kardashians, nope. but no, listen, no, no, there's right. never been anybody. Come Courtney, on, Courtney. Courtney thank you. You're welcome. Coming up at eight thirty, I had a request that we go inside the warped female brain. Is that okay? I love that. Okay, with Valentine's Day tomorrow, oh. so we'll get to that coming up at eight thirty on today's show. Coming up tomorrow on this very show, ESPN's Sean McDonough at 9. And for one last time this NFL season, Devin McCourty at 9.20. And Thursday, Mike Milbury on this show, as he always is, at 8.20. And we will talk Bruins with Mike Milbury. And also on Thursday, the director of Dynasty, the new Apple series, which will debut with two episodes available on Friday, I believe. When are we getting that screener? Because I got to watch. I don't know. I, 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 I believe that it has been requested. I know some have, I, at least Mike Reese was social mediaing uh, about mediaing about mm-hmm. seeing some of it. So right. I don't know who is going to get to see it in advance or who will have to wait. Well, I mean, if we're okay. having the director on, the person that's booking it, Ken, should get us the screener so we have an idea of what to talk about. I, I wish it were available today for binge mm-hmm. because of the two to three inches of snow that is going to fall yeah. uh, in a in a rapid period of time uh, did in you, the city of Boston. What is it, about a quarter of an inch an hour, Curtis? Uh, uh, you know what? I actually think we might be getting close to six when this is all said yeah, and done. Yeah, Curtis, so, stop. I mean, I, I'm far more right than the guy that's the lead meteorologist at Channel 7. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Uh, but the text you sent me yesterday is that real regarding what? echelon oh yeah the aquafence unbelievable yeah um yeah we were alerted by the by the building that they do have 
apparently an aqua fence available, uh, which is one of the uh, one of the new innovations when it comes to technology. And mm-hmm. uh, the aqua fence can be placed around the building should there be any kind of a potential floods. Can I just say the time? Floods. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say the timing cool. of this is highly questionable. I so need, what I is need more information? Yeah. Yeah. What's an aqua fence? An aqua fence is it, it goes up around the building to protect you from from where the ground from the water, like so so that, so that you don't get flooded out. No, I know, but where does it come up from? Yeah, it's like placed around the building. It's a, yeah. oh, so they just wrap it around the whole building like a bunch uh, of sandbags. If you have time, I will send Brian from Twitch uh-huh. a photo that they sent to everybody. But but, but doesn't anybody else question the timing of this new fence? <laughs> no, Curtis, it's not a oh, wall. Oh, good point, not Curtis. A wall, Curtis. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's never been used. We're barely getting four to five inches of snow, and they're already putting up an additional fence. Yeah. Now, do, does weather like this affect your ten k step? a day? I mean, uh, your old man I go walks? inside when the mm-hmm. weather's bad. I'll probably go outside. Today, 10K though. on a treadmill takes a bit. It's a pain in the ass. I don't like I don't like the treadmill. It's boring. I enjoy, for whatever reason, walking outside. I don't know why. Oh. Uh, Brian should be able, for those that are watching the show on Twitch, and you should watch the show on Twitch or YouTube if you're home and not working today because of the storm or any other day, uh, you should be able to shortly see the the aqua fence that Curtis is talking about. Holding um, back the tide. There it is. Uh, Brian, oh, wow. enlarge that a little bit, if you could. You'll see the, uh, you'll be able to you just see You don't need the right text, there. just There's, the photo. Yeah, just the photo. So they put it up. The building puts it up. Yeah, the, the building would put that up should there be impending doom of a flood. I mean, that is a fortress right that now. It's like a riot fence. Yeah, not very appealing <laughs> to, uh, not not very much curb appeal there. Well, you don't right. need it all. It's, well, it's it, only when the water's coming. It's, uh, it's, okay. uh, there's somebody else that's coming, and they are preparing. I mean, it's like, uh, I would liken it to the Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, Noah built the ark, yeah. and, uh, and and therefore you have now you have an aqua fence. That's, That's something you would see like in one of them doomsday movies yeah. where they completely <laughs> walled off a city. Yeah. Like we, what's the what's the show we love? Uh, the Last of Us. Yeah, The Last, Last of Us. Us. That's exactly yeah. it. To be a fly on the wall in yesterday's HOA meeting at Echelon. <laughs> what could we do that would have people off the scent? <laughs> What is see somebody's texting in saying that they work in the seaport and all of the new buildings have them. So uh, it's nothing special. Yeah, they're all gonna be deployed randomly this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a place. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh here is Derek the Steelers fan on Kyle Shanahan and his players not being prepared for the Super Bowl. Hello, Derek. Well, good morning, everybody. Hi, any snow yet? Uh Hill Dog. This public school gig, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a dream come true. <laughs> you know, no we're work gonna, today. We're gonna do we're gonna do three days, right? Get to the end of the week, and we motor through nine days off of February <laughs> vacation. It's just, I mean, I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a country! Uh-huh. So you know, the the, the latest in the evidence. Uh, you know, the nerds should stick to the aqua fences and get out of sports, okay? The guy made all those decisions based on his analytical team, okay? The nerds up in the – at least the genius, you know, had that, you know, cigarette smoke and probably had a, you know, bottle of shivers up there with the easy up in the brasses of uh, Gillette. At least he had him, which was somewhat normal. 
But these guys nowadays with these – the nerds are killing sports, Hillbar. I've been telling you this for years. Well, I don't – The, the they, guy made every decision based on a spreadsheet rather than the fact that, I don't know, you're playing Pat Mahomes. You might want to, like, put pressure on him rather than letting him know, hey, I got four downs to do whatever I need to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it a is, it's, it's a huge mistake. Derek is right, though. Yeah. This is why Shanahan is successful, like Billy Bean, successful in the regular season. But when it comes to not cutting time in the playoffs, he has failed. Not only has he failed, he's had a lead and been unable to adjust and maintain the lead. He's choked in three games he's played in the Super Bowl. Did you just call it nut cutting? Yeah. <laughs> the only good news to all of this these morons continue to lose. They continue to lose. So at some point, the owners in all these leagues, you got Missoula shooting 93s because some analytical team told them that's what he should do, the two-for-one possession. All that stupid nerd crap when, in fact, let's just play the game. The other stuff does matter. Who you play, somebody tweak the string, whatever it is. Those things matter more than anything any bookworm nerd wants to bring into the world of sports. You guys have a great day. Yeah. yeah. You think he's right, Curtis? Yes, 1,000%. I, it, there, there, there is ways in which, like, if you saw that opening drive, like we all did, it was, it was scripted, and it was brilliant. If not for McCaffrey's fumble, that would have been a, a first drive score touchdown. But when you get the ball at the 44 after an interception – and you throw it three straight times, and you punt it back, that was such an opportunity to seize the game, to take advantage of it. And I just feel that he doesn't have the feel, whether it was the AFC Championship, where deciding after the Julio Jones, I mean the Super Bowl with the Falcons, after Julio Jones' greatest catch I've ever seen at the 21-yard line, you're up eight, a field goal gives you the Super Bowl, you run one running play, then pass twice, holding out of, get sacked, holding in a sack, and you lose the game. Like, that is, this is not just one off. This is a trend. He has been unable in the biggest moments to execute play calls that give his team the best chance to win. And why not analytics then? And to hold a double digit lead. Right. Mm -hmm. Three straight Super Bowls with a double digit lead. Before the Patriots beat the Seahawks in Super Bowl 49. No team had come back from 10 points down in the Super Bowl. Since then, three teams have, and they've all done it against Mike Shanahan's son. <laughs> and why do you allow the nerds to say with the anal- analytics to go, oh, they score, we score, we get ball back. Why can't you go, we stop them, we get ball, we win game? We score, game. we win game. Right. Like, yeah. what, what, what's, the, the, what's the rationale for the, the analytical nerd to say, hey, you give them the ball first, you can stop them, you see what they do, you get the ball back. Now you have the opportunity to tie, win the football game. Well, in the Twitch chat, somebody echoing your lead, essentially, saying that's why Bill Belichick is still the greatest because he coached on instinct. Yeah. Not on, not on I mean, Derek mentioned Ernie Adams or whatever, but oh, yeah. uh, in general... Uh, he was coaching on instinct. Yeah, so to except be, for the Super Bowl, the, where Butler didn't. The issue too, though, is is like the middle of the game. The, those are, those decisions aren't based on analytics for Kyle Shanahan. He's insanely conservative, which is completely the antithesis of analytics. Like it's weird, 
and stupid that he decided that overtime was the one time he's like, yep, I'm really going to listen to analytics here and take the and take the ball first. Like, that's dumb. But to blame the rest of his decisions on analytics is not true. No, Wait, no. If he's conservative, why is he throwing the ball at the 44? I, I, look, I'm, telling, I'm just telling you, historically, Kyle Shanahan is insanely conservative. But he like wasn't conservative down. against yeah, the Patriots cur- in like, the Super Bowl. Like on fourth downs, that fourth down that he went for, down 13 to 10, was completely uncharacteristic. He doesn't do that. He never goes for it on fourth down, which according to Wiggy, when he yelled about Dan Campbell, was all analytics, which it's not. You mean the fourth and three? Yeah, well, yeah. No, the one he yes. threw to George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. That is extremely uncharacteristic of Kyle Shanahan. In 99 times out of 100, he never goes for that. But, but the an- analytics will tell you to it, go for that every to, time. To, and Which is stupid. And see, I think a lot of the problem is, and I think Mayo was spot on when we interviewed him, and he said this. You got to go with your gut, but just you have the analytics there just to look at and reference and kind of say, okay, I like, but you got to go with your gut in that moment. Like, I remember it was the uh, it was the Denver game, and it was that really, really cold game here in New England, and Bill, I believe it was overtime, decided to give um, – the ball to uh, Denver because he wanted the wind, and which was a good move. Mm-hmm. And it put so like I think it's more about having a moment of the game and feeling like all right, what works best for us to do in this moment of the game? What is my gut telling me to go with? Like I didn't agree with the Kyle Shanahan going for it with George Kittle. It worked out. I would have kicked the field goal there, but I didn't agree with that. But maybe his gut was telling him to go for it, which, you know, it ended up working out. But it's more, there's too many analytics that take you away from your gut um, feelings. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Derek, for the call. Coming up, we'll go inside the warped female brain with Courtney by request. So if, uh, if there's something that is troubling you, if you're struggling to understand what is going on inside her brain, then you're welcome to text the question, and we'll get Courtney to tell you exactly what is happening on the day before Valentine's Day. Right now, though, Courtney, and what is trending? Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by the 99 Restaurants and Pubs. Northeastern is your Beanpot champion, a 4-3 to three overtime win over BU, winning their fifth Beanpot in six years. Senior Gunner Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner and was named tournament MVP. Dynasty. Yes. The Celtics take on the Nets on the road tonight. Tip is at 7.30. We've got three guys on the injury report. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as questionable, while Jaden Springer and Xavier Tillman are listed as out. Your Bruins are home to take on the Lightning tonight. Puck drop is at 7. And according to Nielsen, this year's Super Bowl Sunday night averaged 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. Mm. That shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million, a record 202.4 million. Watched at least part of the game across all networks. That's a 10% jump over last year's Is that the that's, hi- that's the swift factor. Right. Yep. Is that the, the 10%. highest? Yes, it's the highest ever. Highest ever. Wow. And treat your Valentine at the 99 Restaurant February 13th and 14th and enjoy delicious menu specials like the lobster topped haddock or the New York strip and lobster casserole combo. You gotta love the nines. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. All right. 
Get ready, Boston. The snow is coming. Uh, it's going to change over in about an hour to snow. Right now, there's drizzle in Boston. It's going to snow through about 3 o'clock, and then by this evening, you'll be fine. So if you drove yeah. to work, you'll be able to drive home at 5. Well, so. they're, they're now talking about upwards of one-tenth of an inch an hour. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's really, I mean, this is going to, this can be devastating in many areas. It, it This goes back to my idea. They should have a 48-hour deadline for all local meteorologists to issue their prediction for Boston. Then the newspaper, the website, however we want to do it, a Reddit forum, can then organize and give the best meteorologist Mm. an award. Who would be seventh on that list? (laughs) But they celebrate it like the show does. Anyway, that's the weather. Lightning tonight at the Garden, weather permitting. May have to shut that baby down if we get the two and a half or three inches that Curtis is forecasting. We'll talk uh, Bruins with Mike Milbury on this show on Thursday. They canceled practice for them today. Oh, well. Morning skate. Maybe they should. If I were Jim Montgomery, I would reinstitute practice because it seems like it would be okay for everybody to make their way over. I mean, there's nobody. I don't know if you're watching the show on Twitch, but. Uh, when you look at the traffic cam, there's absolutely mm-hmm. nobody on the right. Massachusetts Turnpike driving to work. Nobody's, That's too late. He told them yesterday. He told so them yesterday. In the so group text message now. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I got a, um, got a request to go inside the warp female brain from Andrew, who sent me a DM. Uh, as a public service from time to time on the show. Is he an accountant? Courtney is, ki- <laughs> Courtney is kind enough to provide you with a little insight when it comes to the woman in your life. And mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Andrew, his DM was about Valentine's Day. I'll get to it in a second. But during the break, a, uh, where is that text? 617 text. Uh, can you ask Courtney why my wife redoes everything that I do in the house to try to help out? For because- instance, uh, I load the dishwasher, I make the bed, and then she goes back and changes everything. Simple. Uh, You're doing it wrong. That's it. That's well, I mean, I remake the bed every morning when you, I get home. You have to remake it. Yep. Oh, hate what, the way. What a waste of time. Oh, oh my god. Like, why do you care? You're going to jump in it and sleep oh, in it because I hate looking at it. I hate looking at it. It's like it, I like the bed to look fluffy, certain inviting. Way. Mm. Like, oh, look at me. I, you know, you dream about jumping in later. Santo just pulls the covers all the way out. It looks yeah. so flat. That's it. That's all you have to do. No. It's just you, you throw the 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 uh, the comforter up. Put a pillow on top. Put a decorative pillow on top. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on no. the work. A terrible. Or terrible. just uh, is. Do you get mad at him when he doesn't make it? Uh, well, yes, yes. See, but I see, would... that's the contradictory part. Well, I don't. You're mad at him because he doesn't make it, but when he does make it, he doesn't make it up to your standard. I don't say anything to him. I just go and remake it myself. That's why I say, what... "Wow, what a cute effort." Oh, my God. That's why when I have those situations with my wife, I don't even do it. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to do it because I know you're going to come behind me and do it your way. So, hey, you might as well just do it the way you want to do it. All right. Here's the Andrew DM. Okay. 
just started dating a girl three weeks ago. Okay. She says she does not want anything for Valentine's Day, but I'm not sure I believe her. I don't want to go overboard and make her think I'm a psycho. What does she really want? I think a very nice handwritten card. To Isn't show kind of early to do a handwritten nope, card. With nope, your... nope, 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 nope. If and she doesn't no want anything, no. I, I three weeks. I think three weeks is too early. If you give a gift, it looks like you're really, you know. But you want him to give a handwritten card in three weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I think have that's a really idea. nice. Yeah, this guy should wrap himself and put a bow on it and go to her house. No. I well, what does he say though? No, like, well, Santo, I, I and I'm speaking from experience. Santo and I went on our first date mm-hmm. uh, three weeks to the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, in God. our first Valentine's Day, we went to Lola 42. It was my favorite date I've ever been on, and I got into into his car and he had a card for me, and it was just like a very simple. I've I've enjoyed these last three weeks getting to know you. I can't wait. I hope that this is the first of you know many valentine's days we spend together there's an office episode on this wiggy where ryan starts dating kelly again the day before valentine's day and he had no idea and he gets incredibly mad about it (laughs) i remember that one yeah i think do something to show her that you're thinking of her Mm. uh and i think ask her to be your valentine day valentine like they, I think that but that's gone out of style. Bring it back. Hmm. Men should be asking uh, the, their ladies in their life, "Hey, will you be my Valentine?" Uh, text from hmm. the text from the husband on the personal phone if you want it. Oh no! I'm sorry that I make a tight bed that the drill sergeants at Paris Island would be proud of. Courtney's <laughs> never even heard of a hospital corner, hmm. so he's trying to make the bed the right way. Mm. the 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 hospital corner way, yeah. and you want it to be all fluffed up or whatever, that's like a you problem, not a him right. problem. Admiral McCraven said, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Right. And he uses the naval way. And Santo, I am Team right. Santo here. Yeah. You're like George Costanza, you want it untucked. I want untucked. I want fluffy, inviting. He has it flat, so flat. Right. It's a military style of uh, yeah. making the bed. Yeah. Well, there you go, Santo. You're listening. Don't make the bed no more. Well. Uh, 781 text. <laughs> 781 text. My ex of six months mm. sent me a text yesterday, which was meant for someone else. Oh. <laughs> Belichick? What uh, does that mean? Well, I would need to know what the text said if it she did it on purpose. She did? She's looking classic. to get back into your mind. She's mm. looking what? That's to... a classic? Oh, oh yeah. This, is, this yeah. is right in the handbook. Oh, sorry. Meant to send that to Johnny and hit Steven? And then mm. How go, does that work? And then she says, how are you anyway? Yeah, or, like, oh, uh, hope, uh, so. hope you're well. <laughs> yeah, no. She's trying to keep you in... Uh, keep you uh, keep her top of mind for you. Uh, or make you jealous? Or make... Well, I mean, yeah, make you jealous. But she's probably not even texting that other person. She's just putting feelers out there to see if, you know, you still want it. But if she could be. If you did her dirty, she definitely could be like, oh, that was uh, meant for my true man. Could be making you really jealous, especially if she know you're single. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Let me see what else is here. 781 text. The girl I'm dating is always responding to random dudes on Snapchat. Delete. Ooh. Delete. <laughs> she does it in front of me, so she's not hiding it. What? And she says she likes effing with them. Nope. Delete. What? Delete. 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 Delete Delete the app. Tell her, delete the app. It's too tempting. Is that a thing, though, that people are on? Yes. I dated a guy once, 
And I was looking over his shoulder while he was on his phone, okay. opened a Snapchat from a girl, <laughs> and it was clearly a response to a Snapchat he had sent her. And she, he's like, oh, she just Snapchats me all the time. I said, no, you're responding. Oh, it's a two-way God. street. Two-way street. Because you have to follow somebody on Snapchat, right? <laughs> yeah, then that's fine if you, you know, like, I'll, I'll send, I, I barely use Snapchat, but if if she's responding and she's saying, oh, I'm just messing with them, mm-hmm. those guys don't know that. Right. And it leaves the door open for her to have all these conversations with the other guy. And if she's doing it in front of you, that's nice. What's she doing behind your back? Mm. What's she doing behind your back? <laughs> you have to remember. You What's know? that about, though? Is it an attention thing? Det- attention. And some, there are some... So she just wants... She likes the random guys that are Snapchatting her. There are some... So she's not having an affair with the guy or anything. No, I'm not like saying that. that. But there are some men and women out there, more women than men, I would say, who enjoy to have a backup plan at all times. Mm. And that's not right. And that's what this woman is doing. She's keeping these guys engaged. Keeping right. her options. You should be her option. She's got to have a bench. Yeah. Yes. She, she's got to she have a, a bench. bench just yep. in case her starters ain't able to get the job done. Yep. When my fiance and her ex were together, they got matching heart tattoos. Oh. She said she would have it removed when we got engaged, but now she says she doesn't want to mm. undergo the pain of the procedure. Uh, is that painful having a tattoo removed? I've yeah, heard it's it very painful. Yeah. Just tattoo over it. Yeah, but that, oh, that's a hard one. I mean, I would get it removed. I don't I don't even think I would get it changed into something else because the meaning is still kind of the, there. The, the pain is worse than the actual tattoo removal. So you might not, you might be too scared to get it removed from right. the pain. Yeah. So you got to do something. Ooh, that's a tough one. I <sighs> Why does she want to keep it in your mind? Well, if she's saying the pain thing. Do you trust her thing. on, like, no, I, in going inside the warped female brain, do you trust her on it's just the pain of getting it removed? Or do you think she wants to keep the heart as a memory of the ex? Or no, whatever? I don't think she wants to keep it as a memory of the ex. I'm, I bet it's more of a pain thing. Then get get a tattoo over it. Yeah, but it's still there. No, like if Santo turn had a, it into something meaningful to your fiance. No, right. if Santo had no a, a heart from an ex tattooed on him, and then he's like, "I'm going to change it into a butterfly because we love butterflies." I'd cover still up. know the heart's there. No, you oh would not if it's, it's it's still in the butterfly. <laughs> no, not if it's a the cool heart cover is up. a part of the butterfly. But Santos and therefore... loved other people before he loved you. Uh, yeah, well, oh, I don't like oh, to oh, think of that, Curtis. Uh, uh, oh, but that's boy. the world. Well, yeah, you know how Mister Jealous over here feels about. Well, do a cover up. I would be like. I would tell her just do a cover up. You would? Yeah, get a cover up. If you don't want the pain of it ever removed, do a cover up. Yeah, but don't you know it's still there? The lines are still there. No, but if you don't want, you don't, Mrs. Wiggins isn't on Snapchat, is she? Yeah, she's on Snapchat. She is? No. Are you investigating who's Snapchat? No, no, no. Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, get, I don't get jealous of. You get jealous if she has pictures up of her exes. Yeah, but luckily for me, she has no exes. So I don't. (laughs) That's, what do you mean? She because got, we've been together so long. What? Like her exes were high school. Wait, like wait, so, you think she's never been interested in anybody else in her entire life? No, because her That's, her exes were all high school dudes. Okay, like so, I she never had like a long relationship. Like all my exes were like little flings in high school. Uh-huh. So it's not really an ex. Like you know, Courtney or I don't know, you know, maybe Shime. When you're in the world of dating as an adult. You might get a lot more serious, and this person right. could be a potential fiance. But when you're talking about somebody you dated in high school, 
for, you know, a short period of time. That's not like a real ex. And again, like Santo and I are friends with exes, some like together. And uh, so I'm not, you know, super jealous about that. I just don't want a, a tattoo on his body. I didn't want him wearing a cummerbund. So I don't want a tattoo. That's a constant reminder. And to BB04099 in Twitch, she smashes every athlete she meets, but Santo can't have a past. I did not smash every athlete that I met. <laughs> Several, just a few. But not all of them. Uh, yeah. Right. And, and I, more I, believe, I believe you uh, had one in every professional sport. Uh, it's... Uh, not soccer. Oh. <laughs> Good. They're communists. Um, She's a uh, big four major city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See, I wouldn't allow my wife to be friends with somebody she worked with if I knew that person was trying to get with her. Well, how are you going to know that? Like, well, you're she never would tell gonna, me. No, she's never going to tell. No, she's yeah, not. She would tell me. Oh, she, does she have a really good dude who's a friend of hers? Um, yeah, she Leon? Has, yeah. She has people that she's friends with. Probably has an interest in smashing her. That's the way it goes. Yeah, like but that, if that's she, way, she would that, know. I, there's no men and women cannot be friends only. That's no, 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 no. It is. No, it's the not. man. I agree with Greg on that. The man always wants to smash the woman. Right. No, like, I'm I'm really good friends with my buddy's wife. Like, lie, it's, yeah. lie. You it's not a lie. It, it, it's never once. You do. Shime, never once. Shime, yeah, you've thought mind. about it. No, I haven't. You have fantasized about it. Not even a little bit. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. I don't have it. That's probably why you're losing the weight to get her. This is a really tough thing to bring up. Do with that at all? I'm with you, Greg. I don't want to say this for Shime. I'm 100 with you. But Shime just broke up with Little Debbie, and mm. so that was a huge moment in his life. No, no, Greg, I am 100% with you on that one. It's a fact. It's I'm saying true. if if he approached her and then she let me know, but I am I know this for a fact. If she has male friends, 99.9% of the male friends, mm-hmm. without telling her, want to wanna ride that mountain. Oh, I don't know if it's complimentary to call her a mountain, but no, I'm talking about uh, her her oh. backside. That's a mountain. <laughs> I I don't agree, and I with agree this. with you 100. percent You can it, the only way is if she's not easy on the eyes. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you, Wiggy. I love your marriage. It's it's awesome. Like you and Talina are amazing. But your relationship is so strong, yet you're so insecure about. No, no, not like, insecure. Yes, That's yes. how guys think. Like if you see her in passing, that's one thing. But if you're around her us a lot and you're like you're looking at her and you she's sexy, you're there's no way you could tell me like you said, Greg, that you don't think it's like, just like a, it's just a heads up. It's just natural. It's natural. Dudes want to be friends with dudes, right? If they're choosing to be friends with you because you're a woman, they really want to have sex with you. That's that it's is very different for females. I have a, uh, I have male friends that I do not want to sleep with, but they want to sleep with you. Just yeah, I up. don't. Yeah, they so. do. Yes, I'm they with do. Greg on that one. Yes, they I do. do not think yes, they so. Do. Yes, yes, and then, like you said, they would, especially if, if they are around <laughs> you a lot, and they're like, you know, even if it's like somebody, because if if I'm friends with a dude, I don't need to be friends with his wife in any way unless it's with them in the group. Mm. Courtney, look at this 401 text from Rhode Island. My ex of several years, who is now married to someone else. And I have stayed in touch over the years. Twice in the past year, she has told me she had a dream that she left her husband for Mm. you. What is going on there? She uh, would sleep with you if you asked. She's testing the waters. Yeah. She didn't really have the dreams. Uh, No. Well, she could have. Right. But I don't think she's having it, you know, more than once. And if she is, she's thinking about you before she goes to sleep. 
Because I think that's where you get your dreams from. Do you have? Yeah, because you think of something. Courtney, do you have any male friends that pile on Santos bed making? Like they're crying. <laughs> no, I all my guy friends are friends with Santo too. Right, but I mean, see, it's one thing to be friends with Santo, and you're just only right. Kind that of is com- different. Communicating with them through Santo versus if you guys are friends and maybe you talk or you text to each other. I'm with Greg spot on. Those guys are thinking like, damn. If something happened to Santo, I would swoop right in. Right, they're I would waiting, swoop waiting, right in and try. They're waiting for something bad to happen. Oh, so right. They, yeah, so they can take advantage. Uh, this is Bob from Londonderry. Hello, Bob. Hey, I had a question. I'm enjoying the show you're talking about. Yes. And Courtney, I was wondering in her opinion if she could answer this. What would cause a younger lady, even when she's not old, say mid-20s, someone that is actually extremely attractive, and very womanly, dresses the jewelry, what would cause someone to say, I don't want to be attractive and a playmate no more. I want to become heavy and stupid. What would make somebody possibly do that? May I ask that? Because that's what my ex-wife did. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, Bob. thank you for the Oh, well, but Bob brings up a good point. Bob Bob brings up a good point. My mom always said when Uh. I was growing up, when you settle down and you get married, mm-hmm. don't let yourself go. Bingo. There are some, she said, you know, you always want to keep your appearance. Keep the spice. Yes. You don't want to just get comfortable. You right. don't want to get into your marriage. Even and then, when you have kids. Yeah. Can I, can I say I mock the old audience at times? I love them. Russ and Bob have made my days. I know. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because, right. gosh, and now look at her ex-wife so now she's back on the dating scene she bought if you're listening to what bob said she let herself go during the marriage yep. and now you're starting yep. over right. right well that's what bob is probably upset yeah, about she don't probably let go. looks probably looks stunning right now because she got herself back in the game I, but she I got lazy when it. she when sounds she was, like bob's moved past it. when she was playing the game she got lazy yeah. got, i didn't know where that call was going but i'm really happy I yeah know. never get lazy don't no. let the kids make you lazy nope. don't let anything make you lazy <laughs> nope. still look good all right well <laughs> all right I think that was good today. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, you, Courtney. And people saying I'm controlling. I don't give an F anymore. Like Kanye said, go F yourself. There you go. I am who I am. 32 years old. I like myself. Sancho likes me too. What are they saying is controlling? Just the the ex thing. I'm really not controlling when it comes to ex or the phone. Like, I don't look at his phone. We have very... open communication santo and i and very trustworthy i trust santo implicitly you do yeah yeah and well, he to me but aren't you a trust but verify person um uh, well <laughs> like, no i was a tr- i was a tr- i'm a trust but um warn person uh, i say this is my past uh-huh. just so you know and here are people that did me wrong and this is why i feel a certain way about certain things uh-huh. and then he could take it or leave it okay. he took it with he open arms he, he embraced is santo the type of dude like if he worked with a woman and she came on to him he would tell you about it or would he keep it to himself because he wouldn't want to cause any issues we've been out and like he said you know a girl hit on him no 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 like a girl that you guys knew oh you know what i mean whether he worked right, you with- want mrs wiggins to tell you that um, yeah. I would I would like her to tell she would like she'd be like oh so and so was trying to get and at me there was a girl that we used to hang out with who came on to him one night yeah. and we do not hang out with her anymore no. <laughs> and whenever we see her Were you there yep, yep really yep 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 yep, yep. I, and anytime I, her name comes up Santo shakes in his boots oh, says don't get Courtney started <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. all right 
Uh, anyway, that's Inside the Warp, female brain. We do that from time to time here yeah. on the Greg Hill Show at WEI. <laughs> The rain to the snow, Curtis. Actually, some uh, though we mock, we have mocked all morning the Bombo Genesis that will not be. There are some areas where there is a significant amount of snow already this morning. Yeah, so. you're looking at the South Shore is getting hit hard. Boston okay. is gonna it's gonna be a, a strong short period of heavy snow. And uh, I would just caution my friends in the meteorological field that they should go back and reread the Boy Who Cried Wolf. And that somebody's not going to listen when there's a massive, actual blizzard that comes here. I mean this, 24 hours ago, WBZ and others had Boston getting a foot of snow. They said it was the most significant snowfall of the last two years that was coming today to the city of Boston. Well, it still may be. Boston hasn't gotten over four inches of snow in like two years. Global warming. uh, El Nino, but (laughs) both are good. And uh, so, yes, it's not a good day for the meteorologist. And I do think that they should be stuck. They can't keep re-editing their snowfall amounts like it never happened. (laughs) It's not a tattoo you can draw over. I'm that boy that I'm like, yeah, I don't believe it until I see it. I'm just upset that you won't be able to deploy the WEI Storm Center this morning, yeah. unless it starts yeah. snowing, I guess, at 9 here. Yeah. So can't do anything my with mis- My misery and the Storm Center are the only thing that brings Ken Laird joy. So, yeah. uh-huh. All right. Well, coming up on Thursday's show, Mike Milbury, we will talk Bruins with Mike Milbury. Brad Marchand will play his 1,000th game as a Bruin wow. this evening, and he is becomes only the eighth Boston Bruin in the history of the franchise to do that. Mm-hmm. And I saw him say yesterday that that was a goal of his was to make it to a thousand games. And he has now, I guess, uh, he has now made it a goal or will acknowledge making it a goal to be enshrined in the uh, NHL Hall of Fame, which uh, I don't know. Is he worthy of, is he worthy of that? At this point, I, I know well, is they, it, they asked Jim Montgomery, and he said he thinks he is already worthy of it. But does he have to win more cups? I mean, I, his numbers are his numbers are really good. So mm-hmm. when you look at points, the guy's gone from being like the, you know, the little ball of hate uh, to an elite player, I think. His numbers are really good when it comes to points. I just don't know if he needs more. Uh, a couple more cups, or at least one more. Well, cup. I don't. I don't think he needs more cups because isn't Bergeron a Hall of Fame or one cup? Yeah, Bergeron, I think would be a Hall of Fame. One hundred percent. The be question a Hall of becomes: If how many years do you think Marshan plays for? Let's just put a number on it. He probably has another five years. Okay, five? so I would say, yeah, I would. No? I would agree with you on five. I don't know about five. Really? A two or three? I or? would say three. Really? Well, I would say, yeah. and I would say he's reaching this goal tonight. I could see him wanting to. He's only 30, a, 35 years old. 30, yeah. So 40, I don't know. I mean, a lot of, in hockey, a lot of guys play to 40. He's a guy who's gotten banged up, though. 
Yeah, but I think a lot of guys. The question becomes, does he go down as a better player than Patrice Bergeron? Um, and the Bruins. When it comes to great Bruins? Yeah, when it comes to top just, 10 Bruins. <laughs> they all just crashed his car. No, when it comes to like the top 10 greatest Bruins in Bruins history. They will all be underachievers if they only have one. Cup. No, no, no. I, and I'm not saying they won't. They, I'm not saying that. But is he viewed as a better scorer? Does, is he viewed as maybe a better playoff performer? Like, where is he viewed, you know, is he number seven in the top ten? And <laughs> Ruins is, all time. Yeah, is he ahead of Bergeron? Is he ahead of Bergeron? If he plays another five more years, he probably passes Bergeron in points. Oh, he yeah. passes Bergeron in points in probably the next two years. All right, yeah. so he passes him in points. He's obviously goals. So where, you know, because that's going to, I think, be the next kind of conversation is, you know, is was he – did he turn out to be a better player? I think if he wins another cup, I think that argument is very easy to make. Okay. That he is? Like, if Marchand okay. wins a cup, like, say, this year, right? Yeah. And, and next year takes a, passes Bergeron and points scored, I think it's very easy to at least make the argument that he is a better all-time Bruin than Patrice Bergeron. Wow. I mean, the Bruins sucked when Bergeron came back in the playoffs, and I got ran out of town for when I said it. <laughs> it I, asked him a, I asked him a question about playing in Montreal, and I've been like, excommunicated. I, I, he, he didn't want to talk about that, apparently. He certainly I, did. He went on and on about it. It was oh, like a two-minute answer. You're going to have Greg get a stern phone call again. Oh, no, no, God. That, that was our first and last interview with Patrice Bergeron. Oh, no. We I, can't I, ask him I, about Sal's pizza. What, what will happen? <laughs> I enjoyed it, though. It was great. It was during the Jimmy Fund Radio yeah, Telethon. Yeah, it, it was. great. And I thought he was going to – that's when I thought he had the potential of coming back just from the conversation we had with him. Right. And, and Greg's first three questions were, wait, but how much awesomeness was your career? <laughs> but you I think that – lure him in. Right. <laughs> then the attack in. dog Curtis comes out of nowhere. Lure him in first. Because I wonder if I, – I bet you there's a, 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 a kind of fraction of people out there that feel like Marshan is a better playoff performer than Bergeron. Well, I, I think it's the way I look at it is he's basically had two different careers. Mm-hmm. So the first career, the first career, he was an instigator and mm-hmm. he was the guy that you could count on to get uh, in mm-hmm. everybody's head. And then he became elite. Right. Second part. So that's the problem that I would have. Like Patrice, Ber- Patrice Bergeron's skills, whether it be. When it came to faceoffs, or whether when it came to be a you know a forward who could actually back check and would play defense, like there, there's, uh, you know exactly what he is and what he was for his entire career. Right, but you the get first, that from Marshan, except for the faceoff stuff. You get yeah. a forward who could play D. Now you do. Yeah, now now you, now, the, now you do. Now you do. But that's the but thing. You that's... didn't as much early on in the career, so right. that would be the argument. But I, no, I'm no, no. Saying, that's I'm not saying it's right. I'm but the saying... argument is that. It's the whole career. So if he if he evolved into that, then when you look at at their peak, Marshan has better skill than Bergeron had on the ice. Yeah. When it came, the only thing Bergeron could do better is obviously win faceoffs. But that's something that he 
constantly practice. It's not something that Marshan probably does a lot in because that's not what he specializes in. But the rest of it, play, being a forward who can play defense, his ability to score, his ability to be a playmaker, his ability to create, his ability to, to See, pass the a, puck. A texter from my adopted home continent of Maine says that the difference between the two of them is that Bergeron is the best two-way player in Bruins history. Which is a bold statement. Well, no, he's the best defensive forward in Bruins history. I wouldn't say he's the best two-way player in Bruins history. Yeah, I mean, Marchand has that argument too. He's on. He he played on the PK with Bergeron for years, right? And he's what on the list? He's in the what top three of all-time shorthanded goals? Like the guy is awesome <laughs> defensively. Well, when the perfection line makes its triumphant return in about a month or so, we'll get to see both of them on the ice together and, <laughs> and decide for ourselves. But congratulations, Brad Marchand. He will play his 1,000th game, weather permitting, at the, <laughs> at, the Bo- at the Boston Garden tonight. We'll be right back. Riding the storm out, waiting for the thaw out, on a full moon night in the Rocky Mountain winter. We ask people to stay off the roads, but if you have to be on the roads, please travel safely. Do not crowd plows or work vehicles. Stay back at least a couple hundred feet. It's about to get dangerous out there. Curtis and others calling for somewhere in the the terrifying neighborhood of two to three inches of snow in Boston. And, of course, uh, Gresham Foyer coming up at 10. Uh, They will be apparently working from home uh, today because of the uh, total and utter whiteout conditions. Because of two inches of snow? Well, Um, Gresh tweeted the view from his bedroom window. Mm -hmm. I believe Brian has that for all those on Twitch. Uh, Let's see. There's snow uh-huh. falling there. He's at home game today for your boy for today's uh-huh. Gresh Foyer, WEI. This is a look outside my bedroom window and down my street. What would okay. be going on in this building if not for this show? <laughs> I mean, I, I give enjoy, him a pass for I, that. I, I like doing the show here. Right. I just like, I just like. The, but you live 10 minutes from here. I'll give I, Gresh a pass for yeah, that. That's a lot of snow for yeah, the morning. You live 10 oh, like, minutes What does it matter here? where I live? I I, mean, it I, matters I, a lot. But for, for 30 years, I drove in from Stowe, Massachusetts, oh, okay, 45 well. minutes every day. All right, there you go. Like, then. I mean, I you know that's different. I, it's, it's, Greg is you know, uh, going, and I drive in ski- from Lowell. Do you uh, want a cookie? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but Greg's going down the path of like back in my day. Uh, no, I'm not. I, don't, I, I understand the snow's bad for Gresh. Uh, and for so others. if you if Gresh were here and Greg had done that video, if any of you think he would be so kind and complimentary, you're drinking. That is yeah, true. That is true. Oh, so is... let's just not be sensitive about everybody. It's a uh, fine day to drive to work. I don't know why our governor has to tell us what to effing do. We've lived here all our whole lives. It's snow. It comes in the winter. It leaves soon. Like, go to work. Christian seems his ankle is wrapped up. He said he's also working from home, so his seems to be more of an injury. Yeah, less he has snow. surgery. I think. All right. Yeah, so Cap- he ca- yeah. Captain Patriot it's Monday doesn't work the Monday after the right. Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> oh, Curtis, fighting so words. Easy. Well, what do you mean? I mean, that I have an true. odd day to miss. The guy's that won two true. of them. I'd like to hear yeah. his insight. Right, right. I don't know. I never miss a Patriots Monday. Well, Ken has coming down the hallway, and he's like, I really like it when you're outside in the weather center. Like, why don't you have the same energy for the hosts of the shows? <laughs> are we, are we going to deploy the weather center? I mean, I, I think it's maybe we fine. I said I don't understand the reason, but Ken told me it brings him joy. So, <laughs> God love it. 
Make you know, spin me around and I'll perform for you. There you, you. go. Get out there, Spider. Get in that uh, weather center. It's just like you know, it's like okay. I well, mean, I think this is the issue: is that when you have the governor or the mayor or whomever warning everybody well in advance, yeah, and then the snow doesn't show up, right? It's 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 an issue because everybody's trying to listen to what the authorities are telling you. And on this particular storm, for whatever the re—I mean, we had a storm a month a month or so ago, right? Was that a month? Right. And, a, and there was no warning from the government. There was right. no. There was no stay home. Don't go to work. Don't you know, Logan? Anybody who had to fly out of Logan today is screwed because they canceled over two hundred flights. Yep. And my so, wife and I had this I, conversation yesterday with our daughter because trying to find out. And the one thing my wife said that they had said a couple of days ago. Oh, they're issuing a state of emergency. Yeah. That's the problem. They scare everybody. Right. So your state of emergency for two inches of snow? Yeah. And you go on television, whether it's the governor or it's the mayor, and it's like, you know, get the salami and batten down the hatches. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up the salami? Well, for some reason. I don't think that's a popular Curtis said it yesterday. It's, 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 made the, me it's, it's like bread and milk. It's, it's not it's, salami. It's, yeah, it's really bread and milk. Well, so no, that, Curtis is the weather guy. When yeah, he says hearts, get salami. You want to get salami when the world's ending. That's, yeah. That puppy will stay good for a while. Right. I think I'm more of a pepperoni guy. But. Uh, by not the anymore. way, thank, uh, quick thank you. To today's Dress Greg partner, it is Dogtopia, which is the leading doggy daycare, overnight, and doggy spa facility Mm. designed to provide your dog with safe socialization, exercise, and education. And so um, I am wearing their sweatshirt today, and they donated to the Greg Hill Foundation in order to make that happen. And so I want to thank them. And I want to remind you that I am willing to wear anything on this show so long as you will make a donation to the Greg Hill Foundation. And I will give you a little mention. And just go to thegreghillfoundation.org slash dress Greg, and we will make that happen. And I don't know if it's a doggy diaper spa like the place in New Hampshire that was shut down after we talked about it on the radio or not. But um, that place, unfortunately, did not have the proper permitting, Curtis. Uh, the adult diaper spa. Oh, so no. they've now, unfortunately, they've been shut down until they can get the pro. I don't, where do you go to get permitted for a spa in which adult males and females are wearing diapers around at all times? I think you have to be uh, a medical professional. You think so? I think so. <laughs> you, you think so? I think there should yeah. be therapists, and mm-hmm. I think that there should, if you, somebody's wiping a grown person's behind mm-hmm. who's wearing a diaper, then okay. they should be a medical professional. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, I mean, I think you're you dealing could, with human feces? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you can just, you don't have to be a medical, but isn't it more about like the sleeping in the, the, the cribs and the little, um, yeah. The little motorcycle, uh, not the race car beds. Oh, some people on Twitch want me to stand up so they can actually see the sweatshirt. Can oh. you see it where I am? Yeah, yeah, see it now. Okay. All right. Um, well, um, Quick question that I had when we were talking about Andy Reid during the 6 o'clock hour. I'll ask you this, Curtis. Why? Because he's now uh, confirmed that he will continue to coach, which why wouldn't you if you're Andy Reid? Um, why is the same argument that is used against Bill Belichick about accomplishing nothing without Tom Brady not used against Andy Reid? Because what? he accomplished what? Good point, Greg. What, Wiggy? You said good point. Good Repeat point. that, please. Huh? Good point, Greg. Uh, Very years, good point. Ten years in Philly, 
Didn't win one. Didn't win one. Well, he got uh, to a Super Bowl. He went to several NFC Championship games. Went to four uh, in a row, and uh-huh. then he didn't do anything I mean, until he got Patrick Mahomes. His and record he, without without Mahomes is well over five hundred. And the other thing, well, he he you know he had a legit play. Right. And the other and Bill thing, had the first pick in the draft, one of the highest paid players of all that time. That he did, but he moved on from him. And then the problem was that the window, Bill's window of. Not having Brady is much shorter than Andy Reid's window of not having Patrick Mahomes. And the other thing is that there are some people that say, oh, Andy Reid could already be better, the greatest coach of all time, but why do we have to wait for Mahomes to get to six, but we don't have to wait for Reid to get to six? Right. It's because Reid had wild success, not a Super Bowl, but went to a Super Bowl, went mm-hmm. to four NFC Championship games, right. went, went to the playoffs with Alex Smith when he arrived in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and can, Andy Reid is coaching the side of the ball mm-hmm. that the star is on. Marv Levy so, went to four Super Bowls in a row. You put him in the same category as Bill? No, of course not. But I'm telling you that, that Patrick Mahomes is aided offensively by Andy Reid. Andy Reid is one of the best offensive minds in the history of the sport. He gets credit for Mahomes in that regard. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes would do that anywhere. It's shocking that it took Curtis's absolute hatred of Bill Belichick to say something nice about Andy Reid. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. Curtis hates Andy Reid and all Andy Reid stands for more than anybody, except he hates Bill Belichick more. No, no and what I said Curtis Andy did is a top three coach in the NFL. Absolutely, he's the best coach right now. And what he did is he he flipped it and mm-hmm. said. The reason why Mahomes is so successful is because of Andy Reid. Right, right. <laughs> but Brady's success was because of Tom Brady. Am I working with morons? I don't understand what's no, hard Curtis, to understand. You're absolutely right. Like, what is right? What's right Ma- about it? Mahomes Andy- is only as good as he is because he was drafted and uh, molded by Andy Reid. So Did if Mahomes Reed- was playing elsewhere, he wouldn't be good? Uh, he would have been good, but I, he wouldn't have been this good this fast. Oh, what about God. Bill? He would not be a three-time oh Super Bowl God. champion without Andy Reid. Right. He wouldn't be as good if he was with Bill, Be- Bill Belichick? Uh, not this way, no. <laughs> Mahomes' entire first year in the uh, league was a- an offense that Andy Reid designed and put together specifically to maximize his potential. He even said he didn't know how to read defenses until like his third year in stop, football. Shime. Stop, Shime. W- Greg, it's wow. true. It's not. It has everything to do with the talent that, that Mahomes has. Mahomes' yes. talent around him? No, his talent. Yes, and Andy Reid was able to maximize that. Other coaches would not have been able to maximize that. If he got drafted <laughs> by like Mike Zimmer, Patrick Mahomes. Do you feel would have the same fine. way about Brady? Uh, yeah, in a way. I, I think so. If Brady was elsewhere, he wouldn't have won six Super Bowls. Uh, he wouldn't have started his career the same way. No, I think I think the end of his career he would have been the same anywhere he went, as as evidenced by the Bucks. I just, but I, think, I don't like, understand the why the energy is not the same. Like Andy Reid went ten years in Philadelphia without winning a Super Bowl. Yes, had some very talented quarterbacks, mm-hmm. didn't win the big one. Nope. Why is the argument not the same that he can't win without Patrick Because Mahomes? he's well over 500. Bill Belichick is a disaster. That's the difference. I don't know why that's hard to understand. Look at Alex Smith's stats before and after Andy Reid. He was a very good quarterback, a pro bowler with Andy Reid. He was a pro bowler in San Francisco. He had what? No, he was never a Pro Bowler. Well, I, I think he had. I one have it year. right in front of me. He was never a Pro oh, Bowler. Oh, he wasn't in San a Pro Francisco. Bowl in San Francisco? He was comeback player of the year okay. twice. Okay. But right. he was never a pro bowler in San Francisco. Thank you. All right.
But he was good. But he was good. He was good. He was good. He was good in San Francisco. No, he was mediocre. I have his stats right in front of me. I can read them to you. What's his good season? What's his best season in San Francisco? I don't 13, know what is thirteen and three, thirty one hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns. All right, that's a good year. <laughs> okay, but his his stats with that's Andy okay. Reid thirteen and three is pretty good. His stats yeah. with Andy Reid were far better. Yeah, way far, better, noticeably different. Oh, because he threw the ball more. Because he had a better offensive coach. Oh, he threw the ball more when he was in Kansas City. Okay, 81 touchdowns in seven seasons with right. the 49ers, 102 touchdowns with the Chiefs, 33 interceptions. That yes. is spectacular. In two yeah. less seasons. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, if you want to be on, the number to call is 617-779-7937. Coming up, we will deploy the WEI Storm Center one time before the real serious weather arrives. But right now, Courtney and what is trending this hour. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Congratulations to Northeastern, the Beanpot champions once again. A 4-3 to three overtime win over the BU. That wins their fifth Beanpot in six years. Uh, senior Gunner Wolf Fontaine scored the game winner and was the tournament MVP. The Celtics take on the Nets on the road tonight. Tip is at 7.30. We've got three guys on the injury report. Kristaps Porzingis is listed as questionable, while Jaden Springer and Xavier Tillman are both out. By the way, fantastic name. Should you have another one, Curtis? Yeah. Gunner Wolf. Fantastic name for a child. I, I think Gunner. If, if, if James's name was Gunner, I think he'd already have a scholarship. But you put the wolf on there, so oh. you know you got Gunner Wolf. That's Mont- the first Fontaine. name. Gunner Wolf is the first name. Oh wow! So, One word. I mean, you put you add that wolf thing in, and the kid is Boom. primed primed for success. I love life. it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, the Bruins are home to take on the Lightning tonight. Puck drop is at 7. And according to Nielsen, this year's Super Bowl Sunday night averaged 123.4 million viewers across TV and streaming platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million, a record 202.4 million watched at least part of the game across all networks. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis before he goes to the Weather Center uh, with your weather. All right, Courtney, thank you very much. It is currently raining still in Boston. Uh, oh, nope, now it says snow. Holy cow, it's coming down on the app. I mean the modeling. Uh, we're going to get a couple inches. It'll wrap up around 3 o'clock. The temperature is 37. It'll be around 38 as a high. Ooh, one step to the Okay, Beyonce. Is this smash it or trash it? I saw that she was going country. I didn't realize the album was out. Absolute so, smash it. I think the only I guess the, just a single. Yeah, the single's out. Okay. It's so good. Don't she have two of them? Two, yeah. This one is so, so good. And it makes her Grammys outfit make sense. She was oh. in like a kind of country themed Grammys Ew. outfit. Okay. So mm-hmm. she's going a little country. I All like right. it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, is she going. Country forever, or will she go back to Beyonce afterwards? She's probably uh, just crossing over for a hot minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She needs like a uh, some sort of a country character. Like, uh, didn't Garth Brooks have a an, a different shine? Wasn't there like a different Garth Brooks character that he put an album out at? Like a, a different name, like a uh, an alternate Garth Brooks? Do I don't know. know. What I'm talking about? A, I, I have no idea. I didn't oh. know Garth Brooks had an alter ego. All right. Well, snow emergency declared. For the city of Boston, if you are watching the show on Twitch, and you should every day, go to Twitch and follow WEI. The show on Twitch is presented by Elite Vodka. You will see that virtually no one 
is driving in in out of the city of Boston. So you got a quick trip if you're if you have to go anywhere during the storm. There is light for us. There is light at the end of the winter tunnel because two weeks from tomorrow we will present our first show in sunny Fort Myers, Florida. And we will be at Fenway South talking to all of the Boston Red Sox and those around them about this upcoming baseball season. So, And Wednesday um, night, Greg, Wiggy, and I are going to Capitol Grill. Uh, Naples. Naples. Is Courtney not coming to that? Oh, I mean, I didn't know. Oh, oh. I would love to if uh, I invited. Uh, I think you're on the uh, oh, band yeah. list. Yeah, oh. she's on the no-fly list. Yeah, No-flank stick yeah. list. I think I'm okay. I don't know. I think you're in the black book, Courtney. Uh, <laughs> well, we can you're try. On the, you're on the no-filet list. Oh. See, no, no, no. Hey! <laughs> We can't try because then what happens is we all go there with you, and then it's like, oh, we turned away. You guys can walk in together, and then I will come meet you. All right. And if I get turned away, I'll I'll, I'll sadly could, go eat alone. Why don't you wear a disguise? Right. Uh, mm. That would be something you could do. A mustache. Well, if they say no at the door, you know what Courtney's going to do. She's going to yeah. ask to speak to the manager. I think she'll be. I think she'll be fine. Just one time. It could be a different. But anyway, um, three days of all the excitement from spring training. And from Fenway South on this show, and we begin two weeks from tomorrow. This is Bill from Newton. Hello, Bill. Good morning, guys. And, and Gregory, uh, listen, I, I understand how you, you want Andy Reid to take the same heat as Belichick for his his lack of success in Philly, but I just did a two-minute deep dive, and his Philadelphia, 14 years, six division titles, nine playoff appearances, 10 playoff wins in 37 games over 500. Mm-hmm. Bill, w- without Brady, one playoff win, two appearances, zero division titles, 16 games under 500. Dude, it's not even close. I- I'm not saying Andy Reid is a better coach than Bill. The-, the Bill's problem is he had Brady for so long and he dominated for so long, and no one will ever take that away from him. But I think it's clear that Andy Reid was able to win uh, and be extremely successful with other quarterbacks and not just Patrick Mahomes. Now, my second point is i got to defend my boy, Jr. So I grew up with him. I played golf with him. We belonged at the same club. And I kind of feel like yesterday when you guys were talking about the storm, that he was kind of hedging his bet. He kind of sounded like when he said the storm was going to go south, that it might be a little weaker. Mm. And I kind of feel like he wanted to say it wasn't going to be much of a storm. <laughs> but then, I, you know, the, the rivalry with Curtis is so strong, I feel like he had to jump out with some sort right. of total. You're saying that Curtis is living rent-free inside the head I, of Jeremy Reiner. I, I think he might get a, have him a little bit. Yeah. Like, JR is as good as it gets and the greatest guy and a hell of a player, by the way. Yeah, he's a but, good golfer. Uh, I, I kind of think it's it's so tough being a weatherman. I mean, we have a weather event going on right now, but it's going to be it's going to be weeks off. And uh, I mean, they, those guys they can't win no matter what they do. Uh, yeah, well, but they you do have a great guy on the. But I know. I just think that that they should lay off the full prediction, you know, days right. before because it doesn't. It's it's till the it's, morning of. Like wait it, yeah, save yeah. it, like cause, or just say, hey, we don't really know. I mean, it could be a foot, or yeah, it could be, or it could I, be I gotcha. two inches. Like, and then uh, if they say they don't really know, and the next morning we get 15 inches, everyone's bitching at him for, say, for not saying, why didn't they tell us it was going to yeah, be huge? That's true. You know, they, I mean, they, it's, it's kind of no. It is tough. Listen, yeah. this is the best show on the radio in Boston, and it's not even close. Oh. It is 
so effing good. And oh. Courtney, you are so hot, and I love you guys. I'll talk oh, to you later. Oh, Bill, mm-hmm. love okay. you. Bill right. could not be Courtney's friend. No, that's true. Very true. But here's he the could, difference. He could not be in a platonic relationship with Courtney. Here's the difference between Andy Reid and Bill, where I think Bill kind of gets the the wrong end of the stick, is that Bill's first job was with Cleveland, right. right? He took them to the playoffs. They won a game and they lost, and it was a short window time. I think it was, he was there five years. And then his next job, he was with a team for 24 years. Where when you look at Andy Reid, he was with Philly for, well, I want to say like Four, six, 14 years. Was it 14 years? what Bill just said. And so what ends up happening is when Reid gets fired from Philadelphia, he's still young enough to get other opportunities. So it would almost be like if Bill would have got fired after the 2006 season or seven season, but he was never bad enough to get fired <laughs> where Andy yeah. Reid had that window where he was bad for a couple years and then still had an opportunity. Yeah, to the be- longer it takes to explain something, the further you are. From no, no, answers. I'm just trying to make the point. <laughs> you, the, the problem when Bill got fired, he was 72 years old. So he doesn't get an opportunity for that really second redemption to see, okay, what can I do without Brady? Right. Because the majority but of his We've co- seen it. No, you saw a five-year window of it. By the way, it no. was... It was what a, was the last was, four years? It was it, He wasn't fired. It was a gracious... Oh, sorry. Uncoupling. Uh, uncoupling and, and a mutual parting of the, right. of the ways. Right. So with his lap, without Brady, he took a team to the playoff. They didn't win. And then he had two bad seasons. And then he ultimately got fired. Well, Very similar to what happened to Andy Reid. Seven and nine. But that's what happened to Andy Reid. And Reed. then they won ten games. And right. then they won eight. And then right. they won four. Look at Andy Reid's record. Same thing happened to him. And they won four games in his last year in Philadelphia. And then he goes to Kansas City and... You know, he was able to turn his coaching career back around. This is Jamil from Cambridge. What's up? Good morning, boys. How you doing? How you doing? Love your show. Love your show. Thank you. Listen, mate, um, Courtney, one thing. I want to say something to Courtney. Courtney, be easy what you do to Santos. It might come back to bite you in the ass when he leaves you for Valentine's in one of these days. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I'll take that into consideration. You leave, nice that poor guy, you leave that poor guy alone, man. That guy seems like he's taking a beating over there. Yep. But um, Rick, Wiggy, you're the, one, you're the keep it 100 guy. I love you, man. You're probably one of my best, man. Appreciate it. I never agree I never agree with anything Curtis says because I think Curtis is one of those guys that sits in the corner and throws little jabs here and there. But not even <laughs> – Guys, not even close with the coaching as far as individually in the accomplishment. The other guy just showed, uh, stole my thunder a little bit. I mean, just do the numbers itself, man. I mean, like, Belichick and Reed. I know we don't like Reed. Everybody's waiting for the guy to pass away and make jokes about him. And I'm not a big Reed fan, and I'm not even a Steelers fan. What? But it's not even close, boys, as far as individual well, I, and what the accomplishment was. So Bill has uh, six Super Bowls. Andy yeah, Reid Andy That's- Andy Reed has 3. I mean I, you know, yeah. uh, that No, but we're talking about we're talking about accomplishment as far as what you do as a coach. When he was in Philly, the, you just heard it, four AFC championships, all these different type of stuff, but like look at I mean you guys want to build um give Belichick that one little playoff in Cleveland, go ahead. But besides that, the guy has um he accomplished nothing. Yeah. It was proven when Brady left. Okay. Jamil, All great right. call, and I just looked this up because Wiggy says things and then people just accept them as fact. It is fact. He hasn't had a losing season since he was in Philadelphia. He got to the Chiefs in 2013, mm-hmm. the year before the Chiefs were dead last in points scored. Dead last. 
That that year in 2013, they won 11 games. Right. 20, 2012, he was four and 12. He wasn't there in 2012. Yes, he was. He in was. Philadelphia. I have it right in front I'm of t- me. In 2012, Andy Reid right. in Philly was four and 12. Right. But he, you then, and then said the he year took a before, couple years the, with no, the Chiefs. And the, no, I said Philadelphia. In the years before that, they were eight and eight. No, I'm talking to you about. When he got to the Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes, no, he did 13, well. 13, 14, yes. 15, 16, 17, five years yeah. on a single losing season. No, I know that. He's done well in Philadelphia, uh, Kansas City. I'm not saying he did. But what, my point was he got another opportunity when he was still young enough where Bill, once Bill was like bad his second go round. He was 72 years old. But even in his final three seasons with the Eagles, those were better than Bill's final three he went years four and two. He went 4-12, and 8-8, eight and 10-6. Eight, and six. Right. Very similar to what Bill went. Bill went 10-7. and seven. Bill then went 8-8. Um, right. Then he went 8-8, eight and eight, and then he ended up going whatever they went this four year. 4-13. 4-13. Four four and and so they were very similar. But when Bill gets or his potting of the ways, he's 72. When Andy Reid has that... He's in his 50s, yeah. so he's now able to coach again. The problem with Bill gets the, the short end of the stick is because the majority of his coaching career is with Brady, and that short window without Brady, that's what people But his at. coaching career would have ended in 2001 if Brady wasn't Brady. If he if he went five and eleven again after going five and eleven in his first year, they're on their way at zero and two. No, 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 no. It's not if Brady wasn't Brady. If Bill didn't decide to go with Tom Brady, right, right, right. right. So his choice is doesn't give him any credit for that. Nor drafting Tom Brady. Zero well, you got to give him credit. For that. Well, if you knew he was Brady, you wouldn't have picked him at one night. But no, but here's the here's the thing. <laughs> if Bill does it in two thousand and one when Bledsoe got hurt, if Bill doesn't make the decision. To stick with Brady. To stick with Brady. Yeah. We don't know what happens, and we probably don't know what Brady is because Brady— well, you, uh, You're assuming also that Bill would have accomplished nothing with Drew Bledsoe as his quarterback. Drew Bledsoe was a pretty good quarterback. Well, he, so, he was, they were 5-13 and 13 with Bledsoe as a starter. Yeah, but he was. that was his first year. And so it takes two. time. And yeah, and that would have been his second year. I know. So so who knows where he ends up when Drew comes back from injury? Who knows where he ends up in his third year? Then in his third year, if he doesn't do good with Drew, uh, Drew he probably gets fired. But if he doesn't go with Brady, who knows if Brady even gets an- another shot in the I, NFL? I mean, Bill should write Brady a thank you note. Thanks to, thanks no, to no. Tom Brady. If anybody, he beat Andy Reid. Andy no, Reid would have four if, if anybody not Anybody should be writing a thank you note. It should be Brady to Bill because <laughs> if Brady, if Bill doesn't play Brady, we might never know who Tom Brady but, is. But there's and never Brady been... knows that. Brady says right. that. Well, that he has all the appreciation in the world for Bill Belichick and what he's done for him. I think Brady understands the 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 gift that he gave to Tom to get him into the right. league is something that nobody else, a lot of other coaches would have passed on. And if, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't perform well under Andy Reid and Andy Reid gets fired, guess who gets another shot? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. If Brady doesn't get an opportunity to play, he might not play for anybody. He just might have been a career backup, and he might have been Brian Hoyer, where, you know what, no one ever get, no one <laughs> No one would have ever given him an opportunity. But that's the truth, though. We have the answer in front of it's us. Not it's not the so answer. Clean. It is not. You're, and you're, it's like we're looking at it like, what does no, that say? I don't know. No, no. What you're doing is you're you're trying to rewrite history. Nope. History is right in front no, of me. I'm looking at history it as is this. If Tom Brady wasn't given the opportunity by Bill <laughs> Belichick to start and continue to stay the starter, we might never know who Tom Brady is. Okay, take it from me as a guy who was undrafted, right. as a six-round draft pick. Right. You don't get many opportunities. Okay, and let me just say this: if 
the Patriots played and Mo Lewis never hit Drew Bledsoe. Right. And Bill Belichick gets fired. He's not getting a third coaching job. But maybe maybe he gets it. Maybe he becomes a defensive coordinator right. does well. Been. And then he does become a coach again. We see it all the time. Very happen. rare to get three opportunities. No, we see it all the time. What was this for Josh McDaniel? Isn't this his third time? <laughs> uh, no, second. He I thought he was Denver, Denver and he then I thought he was uh, St. Louis. No, he was the offensive coordinator. Oh, he was the offensive corner. Yeah. I don't like history. I like her story. Amen. No, no, no. <laughs> Courtney, what you should like is facts. Yes. And Brady, like... I was just asking the question. No, I know, but it's a good I mean, question I, I, I mean, that's why I wanted to ask it. I think it's interesting. The same energy is not applied to Andy Reid. Right. And the benefit that he has had when it comes to having Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback is as, as that that is applied to Bill and Tom right. Brady. Right, and, because and, there's not an outlier looking at his career linear stats and, and record. With Bill Belichick, there is a clear and obvious gap when he's coaching the greatest quarterback of in NFL history, and when he's not. With right, Andy but he's Reed, it's his, very the, similar. But 90% of Bill's coaching career was with the greatest quarterback of all time. That's the difference where when you look at Andy Reid, when he was fired from Philadelphia, he, was, he had still plenty of coaching time. If Bill was 60 right now and accomplished the things that he accomplished with Brady... He would then be able to land somewhere, and then we'd really be able to make a decision on what Bill Belichick was. Because a lot of the times, when a guy has his first go around, they make a bunch of mistakes. Except Andy Reid, who went five and eleven yeah. the first season, then had five straight seasons he did. of eleven or more wins. He did, but some guys are able to do it. Bill, then his second go around, he becomes the greatest coach of all time. And yes, he had Tom Brady, and the reason why he had Tom Brady because Bill in one said, "I see something in this mm-hmm. kid." I'm sticking with him. I just feel sorry for all the Patriots fans that still think it was Bill over Tom. Nobody oh. says that. And it's okay. <laughs> no, you no, know, no, no, Losing no, no. an argument's fine. No, 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 It no. happens to the best I of feels, us. I feel sorry for the people God who bless said, you. No, no. I, I, I wish I you well. I feel sorry for the people. Con Dios. I feel sorry for the people who say that Brady was Brady because of Tom. Brady wouldn't have been Brady if Bill didn't choose to say, you're our starting quarterback. Preach. Amen. That's and, the difference. And I think Bill molded Tom, and he just chose not to mold another one because he didn't want to no, have no. another good No, no. He time. had another one. Wow. He never had another one for that period of time. I feel sorry. Right. The- He's in charge. He chose to do it that way. But listen, I- Curtis, you'll ne- <laughs> Greg, he'll never be able to get this. It's okay. I it was- If it wasn't for Bill, we might never know who Tom Brady is. Yes. Right. I, bottom line. Amen. We, and I'm I, so glad that Bill said goodbye to Tom so we could see Tom win right away in another town. Well, it get, was perfect. I, I, listen, I know it's NBA All-Star Weekend, but I didn't want to dunk on Curtis, but but I had to uh, with that question. <laughs> so uh, That was a posterize. <laughs> I'm talking gonads in the face like, ah! yeah, I'm not going to sigh. It's okay. And even I don't know why they're viewed so differently. Even, Maybe because even, one's good and the other sucks. Even I did that. I even Shine agreed my, with it. I grabbed my Reebok pumps and 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 then Wait, I, dunked, I, I dunked on Curtis. Even Shime agreed with it, where you said Tom in the beginning wasn't the same Tom he was at the end. So the yeah. last Super Bowl he was able to accomplish on his own. <laughs> He had already made the name that he's the greatest quarterback right, of all time. Right, and right. Bill decided to hire Matt Patricia to coach uh, Mac Jones. You know, we gotta get. He swung and missed on all Mac right. Jones. Um, I feel like we must get to the WEI Storm Center because things are getting bad out there. I just had a report. I don't know how accurate it is, but in the North End, Curtis, a quarter inch of snow is falling. Oh my wow. God! So we will go to the WEI Storm Center to end the show next. He goes outside. 
witnesses the weather. The weather. Live from our brand new WEEI Witness Weather Center. Boston's most accurate meteorologist, two years running. Suck on that, Ryder. Here's Chris Curtis. Total and utter whiteout conditions somewhere. Find out if they are actually here yet in the city of Boston right now. Go to Twitch, go to YouTube. And take a look as the WEEI Storm Center has been, or at least is being deployed with the assistance of our assistant producer, Craxon. Uh, and I believe Curtis and he have taken upstairs here in Brighton uh, and will, I gather, be joining us momentarily via uh, the via the radio and via Twitch. And, of course, uh, they've dialed down the snow totals here in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be two to four inches, I guess, is what they're talking. However, south of the city, dealing with uh, an absolute banger, maybe, maybe a foot of snow south of the city. In Rhode Island, you'll hear from Gresh soon, but uh, it appears to be pretty bad down there as well. At what uh, time are they going to take uh, the total from Logan Airport, and that will be the measuring stick between Reiner and I, I assume they do that at the end. Or yeah. okay. Curtis said 6.4. Reiner right. said 8. Uh, all right, let's go to the Storm Center. I believe we can on Twitch and uh, via the radio here on all of the signals that we have provided for you all over New England. Curtis, good morning. Hi, Greg. How are you? How is it out there, Curtis? Is the wind swirling? Oh, it is brutal. Uh, right now we have about, uh, I don't know, about a quarter of an inch of rain. And uh, it's about five to seven mile an hour wind, just up to 15 miles an hour. There is a, 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 pl- a snow plow truck right in front of the building. The guys are just sitting there eating breakfast, getting paid double overtime. Everything is good. Uh I don't know why, but we're not seeing you on Twitch, which is the entire purpose of doing the whole point this, of this. The whole point of doing mm-hmm. this thing. Uh, I don't. I don't know where the where the issue is, but you know when Channel Seven is going live to their reporters and they're standing on the side of the Mass Pike, getting getting slushed with with a, a wintry mix. You can see that. Is there some? Hi, sir. How are you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, are you, Shime, are you aware of what is Brian happening? says he doesn't have Jackson's video feed. I don't I, know. What... I, why does he not have Jackson's oh, video feed? Like, I I do it. I mean, I, I. it's very simple. It's a concept that we've done countless times here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, it's very, you know, it's very bad out there. Weather conditions, maybe those are knocking down static. some <laughs> wires or something I like that. Yeah. The weather is an excuse. We, we feel like power goes out when the weather happens, so uh, maybe they're unable to get up a good connection. This weather joke about it being like Dover because there's real whiteout conditions, but if you don't see me, it really doesn't work. It's just the whole thing. I mean, this is an absolute, I, it's an absolute disaster. Well, that's I, what happens I, when you go live. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, it happens when you go live. I it doesn't the- happen. I mean, I there were a few microphone problems during the Super Bowl and and uh, a couple times. Did Jackson that, connect to the Zoom? Uh, he said he's not in the Zoom meeting. What well, Jackson is not in the Jackson, Zoom meeting. Jackson, you connected to the Zoom? Yeah, it, yeah. Well, I'm trying, or you are a different. Put put Jackson on Jackson. Put Jackson on the phone, Curtis. Hold on, right. Jackson, you have to talk to you. Hold on one second. I have to open up the weather center. Okay. Hello, Chairman. Uh, this is not on my end. <laughs> what do you mean it's not on your end? Uh, I don't know. The Zoom uh, meeting is not um, connecting to my phone. It was connected in the building and I did everything perfect. That was they disconnected. 
That could have been something we said before we went to you guys. This is operator error. I, I, it sounds to me like operator error. What do you mean the Zoom? Like everybody is Zooming, Zooming day in and day out all I, I, every hour of the I know. day. I, that could be the problem. It says make, uh, yeah, unable to connect. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you know. What an epic fail, Jackson. Could be a lot of people yeah, using I'm, I'm Zoom. I'm here. I mean, the people need the weather. Like, there are people that that specifically went to Twitch to see what it's like outside. There's four of them. Oh, I understand. Are you on the office Wi-Fi? here looking at the... uh, Are you on the office Wi-Fi? No, I'm not. It's not connected. Look. I know, it's still not connected. Yeah. But why would we start that before Uh, it was connected? I did start it. Um, You don't understand what I'm saying. If this was not connected, why did we do it? it? It was connected when I walked out here. This oh, is I a behind-the-scenes. Yeah, this is Hot Mike Live. Yeah. BTS. It's like behind-the-scenes. I bet this is what J.I. deals with you when he's so? at the Channel 7 <laughs> studio. Him and his cameraman. Right. It's like a behind-the-scenes. I mean... Uh, and I would like to correct the record. The nice gentleman that's in the plow truck here said that he is listening to the show and that he's getting screen time, not overtime. So okay. So to get All in right. any truck. Okay. All right. Is there any <laughs> snow or is it just rain now, Curtis? Honestly, it's one of the nicer mornings I've seen. There's like okay. no rain. There's nobody on the road. There's literally no wind. Right. No wind at all. We need to, we need the governor to declare a state of emergency every day so that everybody can get to work on time. Yep. It makes a huge difference. All right. Well, I'll tell you. I don't know. Wasn't gonna... Jackson the one that made the correlation that the ratings went up when he joined the show? Yes. I mean, it's like the, you know, what's the adage? You had one job. Mm-hmm. You had one job. Yeah. Sick. You know, Ken loves the Storm Center. I like the Storm Center. Me too, yeah. But the idea is to see the Storm Center. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. All right. Well, we need a meeting. Should we have a meeting on this? Yeah, post-show meeting. You want to have a meeting? Well, yeah. it's snow. We'll get to I get don't know, back Greg. It's going to take me an hour and a half to get home. Right. Uh, okay. All right. What is, why don't we do a Zoom? Have Jackson set up a Zoom meeting. We'll Zoom later on this. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the only one out there. All right. Be safe, everybody. Be careful. Be safe. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6, snow or no snow. And on the show tomorrow, ESPN, Sean McDonough, and one last opportunity this season anyway to talk to Devin McCourty tomorrow at 920. Gresham Foyer next in the middle of a Bombo Genesis. Great job, Curtis. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank Bye. you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.